that into a bowl and pour some milk over it. You can have some oh, brownie soup. Oh, Anybody. Anybody. So green. Like if I had a booger come out of my nose and it looked like that, I'd describe it as a green booger. And Dawn. Yeah. You're never pulling it out. You're pulling it out. <laughs> the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Well, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing this morning? Good. We don't yeah. we don't yeah. usually do a check-in, so I just feel <laughs> yeah. like it just feels like a good thing to do. Just, you know, yeah. test the moods of everybody. I feel great. Yeah, no, I feel good. It was like a slow morning though. I feel like the older I get, the longer it takes me to do stuff. <sighs> so I get I and I so I just and you know, I've fallen downstairs in the backyard where the chickens what? did their little this was, I don't know, how long ago was this? I don't even know. Like, uh, was it 2016 or 2017, something like that? If you say so. Everything before 2020 <laughs> is a blur. Does. So I didn't know the chickens had pooed on the steps out back. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then there was rain, and so it was all slippery and slid down those, you know, broken ankle. And then, of course, you know, I fall out of the shower, <laughs> walking around on the tile. Jesus. So, you know, year of however, was was that last year? The end of last year? Well, that um, was last year so, wasn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, mm, maybe I should, you know, move a little slower, pay more attention. <laughs> Is it time so, for the permanent, like, God. scooter, the walker? No, oh, yeah. Down. Do you need the uh, lift to oh, get you up the stairs? That would drive me insane. Dude, those aren't even that that good either. Those stair lifts, I've, I've, my grandparents had one, yeah. and they are so slow. And yeah. then if, if you can't even, like, walk really well, hey. to get that old person sat on that chair and then oh. buckled in, and then you have to monitor them going up, it's such a hassle. Well, and then they got to get out of it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Like, And you're upstairs probably waiting for them for 20 minutes yeah with the wheelchair still- that you carried upstairs too <laughs> waiting for them to sit in that it sounds I mean, very oh, specific it, it, <laughs> yeah if it went faster that'd be nice but like look our forever home that we'll die in is going to be one story mm-hmm. there will be no stairs yeah i, I mean zero stairs not anywhere in the house or smart. outside of the house and None. an old person doesn't really have anything to do so like they probably take that time <laughs> Riding up that chairlift to read a book to read a book how long it takes. to you know uh, put a deposit into their depends <laughs> so that when Kyle's waiting for said old person with the wheelchair he can then take them to the bathroom and wipe no said butt. see what they like to do is they like to give you like a ten second warning like I have to go to the bathroom and then you go help them get them up and then they go in their depends and then you have to clean up all the mess. And then you have to get them in that messy chair upstairs into another messy wheelchair. And then you've just got this disgusting thing to clean up so afterwards. We need to give a little bit of a backstory because we're just talking about Kyle hanging out with old people and cleaning up their, their filth. Yeah. So, Kyle, what is why do you have such intimate knowledge about old people? I took some odd jobs and not necessarily. OK, so the first time I had to do it was great grandpa. He was Aww. on hospice and family you know, oh. wasn't stepping up, and they asked me to kind of help out because I was going to college and Kyle, not sweet. doing a whole lot else. So I helped my great grandpa. That's sweet. Out, and, you not know, a lot of people will do that. That requires yeah. going up downstairs in the chairlift. He didn't have the wheelchair per se, but then um, when COVID happened and I lost my bartending gig because you no, know, the bars were open. Mm. I had a board op job, which was paying minimum wage, and then I had to make some extra money. So there was a family member, um, family friend that I knew. That had an elderly father and they needed help and he had Parkinson's. So oh, that's where they had a chairlift too. And, you know, that's where I got a lot of my hands on experience because that was probably eight to 10 months worth of helping care for this this older gentleman. And that's where 
the poo story comes from. See, this is where the sweet, gentle side of Kyle gets shown. Yeah. I, yeah. Anytime he says those things where you're like, think of this. I think he likes to have that edgy <laughs> exterior. Yeah. So that don't get too close because I will mess with you. But if you are loyal to me, I will be loyal yeah. to you. He's a marshmallow. Yep. He's a marshmallow. That He's a, a much roasted, roasted marshmallow. Oh, that is a good way to put it. Those are yeah. one of my favorite things to eat, too. I love roasted yep. marshmallows, yep. man. But yeah. with those chairlifts, I, I think that there's probably a way to like add a gas motor to it so if you are like a hot rodden grandpa and you yeah. want to get up those stairs quicker you could, you could hit the throttle they and you launch you, and then they'll fly off the chairlift yep. and if you can time it out Fly. just right you can put the bed down and just, that'd be a lot of fun yeah. like kind of like a home alone type of deal <laughs> you do start well not you guys you're still young but like i noticed myself looking at our our bathrooms going hmm this might need to be recreated, you know, as you get older. Yeah, you got to install the handles. You got to install the walk-in tub. Yeah, everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes, and you see those commercials, and they make it look real easy. Yeah. Where they just come in, and I, I don't know what they do, but it looks like it's like one day they're snapping in pieces. <laughs> so I'm 37, and I am, I am getting to that point where I do know now that I can't just spring out of bed spend 10 minutes getting ready and getting out the door like it's at least 30 to 40 minutes uh -huh. until i can really fully get out the door yeah. ready to go i you know it's it, there's just there's routines and now that i have a freaking zoo in my house oh my gosh, we've got the 12 yes. week old bernadoodle puppy sadie Yo. and then we've got my hound walter who's in the house uh he he's uh, at uh, uh, kyle's feet yeah, he's down here yeah um he looks so cute walter. curled up and sleeping he's, he's being a traitor but he's a he's high maintenance <laughs> just in an elderly way uh, yeah. speaking of old people and then there's a bunch of cats and then we have a nine-year-old daughter at our house so it's like no all of these things everything takes twice as long if that like even more like oh i can't just go home and sit down and work on my computer put on john stewart and, oh. and watch the show yeah, no. it's it's constant pause constant put the computer down get up tend to animal tend to kid tend yeah. to animal yeah um, it's like it takes me so long in the afternoons which i i, I know that people hate this but when you compare puppies to babies, I, I honestly think that this is really preparing me for the future of, oh. of, a, of a kid because it's 100%. constant doting. I, I say 100% not from experience, but from all the friends and family that I know that have had kids. Mm -hmm. They're like, a, a puppy is a, is a good start yeah. to kind of get you prepared. <laughs> and then they'll also say... The dog will always need you. The kid eventually will make its own breakfast. Right. You know, <laughs> yes. Dress itself, start mm -hmm. doing the things, have some independence, and leave. And the kid you can know? clean so up like... its waste in the backyard <laughs> yes. of its own. Yeah. In the backyard now. All That's right. how I learned how to, how to potty. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah my, my, dad, divide, my dad huh? would walk me to the backyard and you know, open up the sliding glass door and say, Go potty. Right. Go potty. Go, Brandon. Go Good potty. boy. Go potty. Here's oh. a cookie. Oh, it's looking a little, it's looking a little wet today. Do we need to add some pumpkin to your diet oh my god yeah the mornings are like i mean it's it's other things in the afternoons with like my father-in-law but like in the morning um i i hank has just always been on my schedule in the morning mm -hmm. so he goes your black first, lab right black lab Hank. thank you so much <laughs> okay. oh my god hello um so i uh, yeah you have my codes <laughs> like decipher them but so you know he'll get up when i get up and he's got to go to the bathroom and get fed and then sam one of our cats i think he thinks he's a dog because he meets us at the door 
comes downstairs with us mm-hmm. and waits by the door watching Hank do what he does. Mm-hmm. Comes in. I, I get Hank's food, and he also gets a little bit of pumpkin on his dry food. Yep. And so does Sam get some pumpkin. Just pumpkin in it, and Sam will jump on the counter, wait for oh. that. And while he's having his pumpkin, I've got to brush him. Because this cat has like so much. So wait, so wait, is the pumpkin like a dietary thing, or is it like you as a cat mom going, "Oh, you need this too because Hank has it." Like, don't want to let the cat be left out. So the cats, God rest her soul, were my mother-in-laws, and we don't know why, but she always gave them a little bit of pumpkin in the morning. So we're like, "Well, this is what these cats were used to, so Hmm. we'll just go ahead and continue doing that." Yeah, because then they'll be like, "What the hell, man?" You put whipped cream on the pumpkin for them, though? Make it like pumpkin pie, because cats like cream and milk. They do. And that cat, if you drop any type of food... I remember the first time when I saw um, Sam, this is the cat, he comes walking over, and I'm like, like, you're going to eat that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just trying to get it in his mouth. (laughs) No, it's gone. Wow. Wow. And I'm like... He'll he, like a dog. Wow! If it's little, even pieces of meat you've dropped, he'll eat them. That's crazy. So I really gotta watch what I drop. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously yeah. even for the dog. What kind of cat are, is it? I, you know what my husband knows. It's oh, okay. a huge cat, and it is so high maintenance with like um, going to the its bathroom habits. Mm-hmm. Like we had, my husband had to build. I'm not kidding you. It's like a sandbox in one of the bedrooms. That's Look, been taken over. Like it's, you would see in a park? Yes. It's a, no way. It needs a big space. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, and I wish, I so wish, because I used to have for one of our cats, the um, the spinny, the, oh, like walk yeah. in at the orbit. The automatic ones. Oh, those mm-hmm. were amazing. Are they really worth the money? Oh, loud. yeah. They are absolutely worth the money. I, I've had, but this cat and his, and Sam's sister, um, Oh my God! Hello. Why am I? She doesn't even know the name of the cat. I the cat feel sister. So bad. Sam's Lily. sister. Wow. Sam and Lily. Lily and they're not the same breed or anything, but you know they were my mother-in-law got them at the same time. Um, yeah, they just they won't go in. They won't. They had. They wanted nothing to do with it. They were not going to. And then when my husband did research on Sam, at least. Because um, he was the one having issues going to the bathroom around the house, he's like, "Oh my God, we've got to build like a huge sandbox litter box for this cat." You, you know, with cats, <laughs> oh it, you got to do what you got to do because yeah. if you don't, oh, the smell, the, yeah. the the just oh, cats are yep. cats are disgusting. But <laughs> they they're are. like they're one of my favorite pets, and it's gonna be tough when I lose my 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 BFF oh, Mozart, yeah. who's like he's the he's so close. Oh. I'm I'm so scared oh, I'm to like so take sorry. him to the vet, and that's like one of yeah. the worst things to feel and think because the first thing you should do if you're worried about the health of your animals is take it to the vet. But I just like I have that fear of taking him in. Oh yeah, there's nothing we can do. Today would be the best day that we take you to the grieving room and get him prepped for the whole deal. And like, uh, <laughs> you'll, but see with that you'll know because the cat will literally. Stop. That, that I it'll just stop living. Yeah. It'll want to go hide and yep. and die, and it won't want to eat. And yep. its bathroom, it won't even go where it normally would go. Like you'll have those signs. Mm-hmm. I feel with a cat as old as yours, just from not that I'm an expert or anything, but just from my experience, I realized when they reach a certain age, I'm not doing all the things. It's yeah. almost cruel because like one of our cats, Bailey, she had got up to 18 years old, and we never found out if she had. Something with like her pancreas, or if she had a cancer. But the the pain medicine that they prescribe just to keep her comfortable is the same for both. Yeah. And the reason we never found out is because our vet, who's amazing, 
because she's one of those that's not going to have you do stuff that's not needed. She's like, this cat is too old yeah. to do the procedure to find out. And Bailey, it was the most stressful. Not I know it is for a lot of animals, but I mean, think of your animal that is stressed to go to the vet. It was like that. So she's like elderly, super stressed to be here. Nope, keep her at home comfortable. She'll let you know when it's time. And yep. she did. It's so weird how pet, like, I don't know if it's because they can smell the vet and maybe there's like a some sort of concoction of the 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 meds that they use or like the sterile or just the how All do they the know because the, an- yeah. the energy changes as soon as you like pull up into the into the vet it, it's crazy cuz uh, Sadie uh, our 12 week old Bernadoodle puppy went in for her first vet appointment yesterday and she was shaking like a leaf oh. she was terrified it took yeah. cheese whiz to like calm her down but she wouldn't eat it until any everybody left the room yeah. and it was just oh. my fiance and her in the, in the waiting room uh but you know it, it's it's just a weird it's a I, weird instinct that they have when they go to the vet yeah and i don't know what's worse what you've got with sadie and i've heard that with other my friends with their dogs mm-hmm. or what we have with hank he's beyond excited to be there <laughs> We pull up and he starts barking and freaking out in the vehicle. And he wants to run in and he wants to meet everyone. Well, so, I mean, this is like, if you've ever seen the movie Marley and Me, yeah. the oh, dog yeah. loses all of its manners. Mm-hmm. You know, Hank's just like, oh my God, oh my God, I, I want to meet you. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> any human that walks in, any animal that's there waiting, I'm like, oh my God. That's the and kind of dog you want. loves it. And he gets bummed when we leave. He'll all of a sudden forget how to jump in the vehicle. <laughs> You jumped in for us to leave the house, and now you don't know how to jump in the vehicle. I have to lift you up. He doesn't want to go. He wants to go back in and play with the dogs. Uh, Hank sounds like a cool dog. He is, but But, it's like it's stressful because you also feel judged. Like you feel like people looking at you, like, "My God, what's wrong with your dog? He's happy and friendly. That's what's wrong." (laughs) Do you guys tell? Do you guys always uh, spoil your animals a little bit before you take them to the vet? Just kind of calm them down or maybe give them a little excited. I think Brandy said you were feeding the cats a bunch of, of, of treats before they went in or do you guys ever stop at like a fast food restaurant and get your dog like a hamburger or something so that type of thing is reserved for when you know it's their last time oh. like yeah because yeah. you know we'll do the puppuccino thing every once in a while yes. i was i was so against it like i was like, no you do not give your dog sugar because it's bad yeah. it's bad don't give them. so i go through the, the starbucks every once in a while because walter loves those freaking oh, puppuccinos yeah. oh and so like whenever we have that opportunity every once in a while because if you do it every day it's, it's not good but yeah yeah the, the whole hamburger thing before that's like okay bud you can have yourself this double double right now. Let's 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 scarf. Let's go to the park. Let's lay down a blanket and let's just make this the best day ever. Oh, yes. And just yes. down, you know, like this is just preparing uh, them to just be at peace as best as they can be, you know, whatever state they're in. And yeah. Then, you know, I, I I wish I would have had my. I wish I would have been recording Hank the first time he had a puppuccino because his eyes, <laughs> his eyes can get crazy anyway. But they were almost at, and he's looking at us like. What the holy hell am I just having this now? Yeah. <laughs> Why have you been hiding this room? Where has this been all my life? This is these are lies. <laughs> yeah. It's just a cup of whipped cream, right? There's nothing else in there. There's no like dog coffee or nothing. No, okay. sometimes uh-huh. like if you go to certain places that's like a total drive-through and every employee is super excited and has to know everything about your day and uh, what you're going to be doing tomorrow cuz yeah. life is great. <laughs> Some sort of like a sibling company that has something to do with uh, Deutschland, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, oh yeah, they have windmills or something. Yeah, right? so they do yeah. like they put like a little dog treat in the Aww. in the cup. But yeah, if you go to like the uh, oh. the big chain, the the Starbucks, they don't put anything in it. Um, the one that's yeah. the one that's like. Uh, 
a coffee bean and humans go there. Oh yeah. Yeah, they'll they give biscuits. Oh, oh well. Yeah, doggy biscuits. Oh, is that the same place that puts a little candy on top of yeah, the, the, the uh, coffee? Espresso bean. Yes, right? yes. Oh. Chocolate, Chocolate covered. Yeah. I get the I think it's like a something to do with like a, a person who goes cuts down wood. I think it's like a lumber <laughs> Jill uh, Jill on limber. So weird when you can't think of but things like when that. When you put that, that chocolate covered bean on top and it's a hot coffee, it's like yes. it gets all melty and you just like, <laughs> Can you flick the bean off? Like you know, you have to at oh, least Jesus. one time a day you gotta flick the bean off of the top of the coffee. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband used to go to that place so much during COVID and like and everyone seemed it was like always this long line. Mm-hmm. And but because he would go all the time just to leave the house from work, mm-hmm. um he, they would they they would give him a cup of those beans. No way. Oh. <laughs> Lucky so he's and like he Norm would, from Cheers, yeah, so you got the royal cheap He doesn't order coffee. He drinks black iced tea. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, so uh, we got a response to the the vet talk and taking the animals into the vet. Like, they just have an instinct. They know when you're going to go there, and so they either act accordingly. Either it's a, uh, a dog like uh, Dawn's, where Hank, oh Hank will God. just be like, what's up? Let's go. I'm ready to get poked. Oh, I want to get a little calm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's up? I'm ready to get poked. I want to make you do Oh, my God, this is so fun. Oh, ah, I want to meet everybody. On the opposite side of the spectrum, the, the, the animals are just terrified. And to... Oh. to, to uh, Add on to Kyle's question about like, do you take him to the burger, give get get him yeah. a burger, or give him treats beforehand? That's that's like a reward for stuff. So like, if your your pet's totally fine, you're just going for a checkup. You don't necessarily want to do that, but if you have like a cat, one of my one of my cats is uh, so he's a hermit. His name is Hermie, but it's not because he's a hermit. That name came before we found out that he was. Yeah. So if he you lived take, up to his name. Yeah. So if you take him out of his element, he will. He just he loses it. So we have to actually pump him full of. I'm not gonna say pump him, but we give him yeah. a, a a a healthy dose of the liquid that helps them calm down. Yeah, we're not shooting them up. We're just giving it, it's like an, an oral thing. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. We're not tying them off. Tying them off. We're not t- heating up a spoon. No, get the belt, honey. That would put them out, but no, we're, we're not. So we oh, give it a little no. bit of that because the vet actually requests that so that they can yeah. actually do their thing. Sure. Um, so uh, Christine wrote in to RAD at RadRadio.com saying that I take my dog to Vetco. You know, it's the other one. Uh, yeah. So when we walk into the store, he doesn't care. I think he just looks at all the toys and treats and thinks about those or the kitties they have next to the Vetco. Yeah, so you go yes, into nice. one of those stores, yeah. you got all those distractions. And I know Walter hates it because all the, oh, really? all the treats are at nose level. Like all the, all the bones, all the all the uh, antlers that he loves, you know, all those things are right. I wonder how often dogs like just lose their minds and just start eating all of those treats oh, that are like God, down yeah. there at their yeah. their access. I so Hank, he's he's great on walks. He's not trying to. Maybe it's the leash and it's the and he knows it's the walk and he mm-hmm. does what you do on a walk as dogs do they want to sniff everything. Oh yeah. And, and if people come by, he's not all crazy like that. Of course, he still wants to meet them. But, you know, he's he's definitely good on the walks in that sense. And I don't want to say he's bad when he's all excited at, at the vet. But, like, a pet store, I would, I've never taken him in, nor would I ever. Because that, that's, not, that's not a walk. Yeah. That is like having my dog enter somewhere. It, honestly, I don't do it because I feel it would be torture to him. He's like, why mm-hmm. can't I play with everyone? And why can't I meet? Like, he would want to meet all the customers, yeah. all Aww. the dogs. Right? You know, he's just so friendly. And, like, not... 
you know, and of course he doesn't understand me, but you know, I've had to tell him, not everyone wants to meet you, Hank. Aww. Not all humans want to meet you, and not all doggies want to meet you. Yeah, beware you know? of strangers. Yeah, it's like you know, some people don't like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. that, that's a good. That's a good way of looking at it. And on, on the other <laughs> side of the, the spectrum, you can use that as like a training tool. Like if you get them early enough, and yeah. you, you know your dog, yeah. so you wouldn't put them in that scenario right. like just because you, you you know that there's no way to like okay you're having way too much fun and you don't want to be that that mean pet maybe mom. we should have exposed him to more of that when he was a puppy maybe yeah. he'd be fine now yeah. with it yeah. i don't know though but would you I really mean, want to change him who he, no yeah. and he is he is that way and yeah. even like people that are dog experts they're like the this is Hank, and this is like his type of lab, mm-hmm. you know, like because he has, believe it or not, mellowed so much just from <laughs> our training and him getting older, which yeah. would surprise people, right? Because even when he's in the vet, this one lady, she was fine with it. She's like, "Oh my God, let him jump on me, let him hug me, let him lick me." I'm like, you know, he jumps up on you because we let him do that. It's you know, it's our our fault, right? Yeah. But I'm like, oh God, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. I, I, that happens. I have a great I have a great <laughs> downer moment oh, to lead oh. us into the promo for what's coming up in the next hour uh this will be a good way to just you know kind of put this topic we'll we'll get we'll touch more on it later but steven wrote in and said i ran across a vet that had a jar of hershey's kisses that had a sign that stated for our euthanasia patients because no angel should leave this world without tasting chocolate oh i thought that was beautiful oh that is that's sweet it is but do the dogs really like it or does it taste poisonous to them though no they love it they love love chocolate and i don't know but like if i'm just there and I'm just there as like a normal patient. Maybe maybe reserve that jar for that one room, the yeah. grieving room where they oh. do the thing. Yes, put it in the oh. grieving yeah, room. Yeah, not in the front of the the bit like in the in the lobby. That's yeah, just depressing I, right, for everyone, yeah. especially if you're coming in with your sick dog yeah. and you don't know. And, it, and right? it, it's actually going to be okay, but you're in that mindset of like, oh god, it's it's so, and then you see that. Yeah, <laughs> I would just oh. take some out of there just as I'm leaving, as I'm paying for the bill. I'd be like, I know these are for the dog's last days, but I want some snacks. Of the course home. you would. Kyle. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, so oh, is it, it's a, I, that is was it, my hand. I is apologize. it food news time? It is not. No, oh, that's and, that person isn't here, so we don't need that. That's like a guest too. Guess I don't even know how to get rid of that. Guess two. Oh, guess two. Thank there you, you go. All right. Uh, so at the top of the hour, it is Friday, so that means that we have a big grand prize drawing happening uh, in the 9 o'clock hour today because uh, for the last two weeks, we've been getting you qualified to see sticks at Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including uh, one winner of the 10 that we're going to be doing the grand prize drawing for is going to be upgraded to upfront seats. Nice. So the tickets we have are all great, but the one grand prize winner that we're going to pick at the, at the end of the drawing is going to get upfront tickets yeah, so yeah. we got the pressure cooker coming up at uh seven o'clock and we also have the dogwoods resort canine cam oh, the big little puppies. coming up uh during this next commercial break uh, it's featuring oh, on rad tv members.radradio.com of course uh, brought yes. to you by dogwoods resort hey, i mean i knew resort. that I, I thought i'd let you do the promo <laughs> thank you so much yeah. <laughs> uh so we have a uh, footage of what it looks like when i go home uh when there's nobody else there but my animals there's only three that are featured we got hank we have uh i'm sorry oh you got, <laughs> we got you have my hank no wait, I, I didn't steal hank i've got my uh, hound dog walter the elderly hound and i've got the uh the sadie the bernadoodle and then mozart the elderly cat Aww. and so they're all just kind of hanging out doing their thing and you get to get a little inside glimpse at what we're nice. doing there's yeah. a uh, long-haired doxy that's attacking a toy and there's also a newborn goat that's oh, uh God. That's in the pen, and the, uh, the the maggot that sent in the video needs help naming the goat. 
So, if once, when you goat. see the goat during the, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, you see the goat at the end of the canine cam. Uh, if you see it, look at it. If there's a name that pops in your head, yeah, or you if you want to, see wanna... what kind of goat it is. Yeah, yeah, even if you're not watching on Red TV, if you think of like a good goat name, Bernard, Michael Jordan, those are great names. We, we had a Bernard. We loved our Bernard. That's a great Bernard goat name. And Douglas. Oh. I, I love those. So if you want to get involved, we'll just we'll just read those answers here and then uh, after the next break. Uh, so the K9 Cam is coming up next. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Well, the votes are in. If you're watching on Rad TV uh, at members.radradio.com during the commercial break, instead of the sights and sounds, we did the K- uh, Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam, uh, which wasn't just featuring uh, all of my animals at my house or a, a long haired dachshund, but it was also a newborn mini Nubian goat. Oh, uh, and sweet. Caitlin. Uh, was the one who wrote in, and actually she was the one who sent in the video asking for the help of the show and the maggots to uh, name said mini Nubian goat. Uh, Caitlin says he's just the cutest. So we got a few. uh, There's a resounding winner here, but I'll I'll toss out a couple that that were uh, thrown in. Bradley says, I think they they should name the baby goat Billy the Kid. (laughs) Like a Billy goat and a baby goat are called kids. Yeah, that's good. But here... Resounding uh, winner here is Rosendo says, I'd like to offer the name Goaty McGoatface. <laughs> uh, Mike says, Goaty McGoatface. Absolutely. Anthony says, let's go with the classic Goaty McGoatface or oh. something classical like Vincent Van Goats. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> terrible. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh says, uh, Goaty McGoatface for the win. All right, there. Love that. Caitlin, uh, it has been chosen. Goaty McBoatface is the new Mini Nubian's uh, name. And you could do that. You know how we, we name an animal and then we just do offshoots. Yeah. And you could just say Goaty Goat. Goaty Goat. Or GG. <laughs> yeah. GG. GGMF. Yeah. Oh. I like that. So if you are also listening on 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento, you might have heard the cash cow sound effects because we are now in the midst of giving away $2,024 Every day, uh, there's a drawing that takes place. Uh, we're, we're partnered up with uh, Lotus Communications, and, uh, both in Reno and Sacramento. But you have to be listening on uh, 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento or 104.5 in Reno in order to hear the cash cow. You can't hear the cash cow sounder if you're listening on the app, if you're, listening, if you're watching us on Rad TV. Um, so it's all up to you to listen to those frequencies. And once you do hear that cash cow, you have to be caller 18 to 888-989-9811. And uh, you will be uh, qualified if you do all those steps to be in the drawing. The drawing takes place later in the day. And if your name is chosen, uh, you'll be contacted by Lotus Communications tomorrow at some point. So they can uh, let you know how to claim your prize. That's some easy money. It is. And we've been getting slammed with calls every, every time we get the the, the sounder going. So I mean, I want that money. Hell I no. can't play. Me too. And they're uh, they're doing it at different times in in uh, Reno and Sacramento. So there will never be like a crossover of oh you heard the the sounder in Reno at the same time as Sac. So we're we're picking the times and they're at random throughout the show every day. Um, so we actually got our first uh, qualifier of the day, and I actually got an email. Anyways, it's uh from uh the Amy from Antelope. 
Nope. Oh. Is that the right one in there? Yep. Yep. Uh, Amy from Antelope is the uh, first Amy. qualifier for today. So if you're listening uh, on our local frequencies in Sacramento and Reno, uh, Sacramento is 104.7 FM, 890 AM, and uh, Reno is 104.5 FM. Listen for the cash cow sounder, which is a cow delivering the prize into the toilet, <laughs> and then the toilet gets flushed, and that is the delivery of your prize for the day. Lovely. Uh, let's see. Come on. Goaty McGoatface or Ricky Bobby. Ricky uh, Bobby! Yes. Oh, my God. You're not first, you're last. That's right. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. James Vanderbleet, <laughs> Halle Berry. Oh, gosh. Oh. Billy Vanilli. Uh, Billy Vanilli. Cute name for the baby. Minnie, since it's a little mini-me. I don't know. It's not that good. Yeah. Um, oh. You. <laughs> nope, that's the one. Oh. oh, Zachary. I'm so sorry. So Zachary actually heard the cash cow sounder, and he wrote in uh, devastated because he said, I got through when I called for the cash cow, and then the call out call cut out, and I got hung up on. No! Ah! Yeah, get a better cell service. You must be yeah. like a AT&T customer because uh, <laughs> yeah. they're having a bad day. Uh, that's enough of the goat names. Uh, so uh, today is going to be a little bit special. Uh, we're going to be splitting the hosting duties between... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All we do is toilet talk on bad radio. That's so right. you got to take every moment you can to focus on the doo-doo. Uh, but Kyle and I are going to be swapping spots uh, in, in the hosting seat. We're not going to be swapping anything else. Uh, no? No. Not today. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my Lord. I'm you not, usually like to swap things. I, I'm not feeling too well. I, I just don't think that you want to have what I've got. Oh, no, I've got something. Uh, oh, yes, boy. I know. And I think you gave it to me the last time we swapped. <laughs> oh, sorry um, about that. That's okay. So, um, <laughs> so after we do the pressure cooker at the top of the hour, we are gonna swap spots, and uh, he's gonna take over, and we're we're gonna do the we're just gonna do the the rotating host thing mid show, and it's gonna be kind of a juggling act, and give uh, Kyle an opportunity to cut his teeth and get a little bit better up here, and give him more more experience. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Brandon and I during the commercial break, I was like, oh my god, the mics in each room. Yeah, because like when you both switch spots. Yeah. Yeah, this in here is going to be way too low for Kyle. So and then his in there, you're going to be like, oh, my God, i got to jump up and get it. I am significantly shorter than Kyle. <laughs> yeah. And so Kyle's I, tall. He, he's I, normally he's, tall. I get yeah. so upset when I run into people that are taller than me because it it, I know it, it happens. I'm not <laughs> yeah. like the tallest person in the world. It's 6'3", six, 6'4", six, somewhere in there. That's tall. Yeah. But when you meet someone who's 6'5", or 6'7", six, 6'9", six, or even 7 foot, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, I'm usually the person who's taller than everybody. Yeah, so, you, you they know, do, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 they say the taller you are, right? Like, the younger you die. That's what so I've heard. So that's a good thing, Kyle, yeah. that there's taller people. I know. Yeah. You know, part of me thinks it'd be cool to live to be, like, a hundred and something, but then I gotta think about all the family members you watch die. Maybe if you have, like, like other family that's younger than you pass away, you gotta live with that. But so maybe dying young would be fun. Who knows? I always yeah. feel like there's something we leave out when we say it would always be great to be a hundred if you're not like so ill. Yes. Right? Like you're aging well. Mm -hmm. Yes. The goal. Because like if you're going to grow that old, mm -hmm. you don't want all the aches and pains, you know, to like start in your 80s and continue for 20 something yeah. years. Oh I, my God. I like to uh, take memes and uh, like whatever the quotes are, I like to take them to heart because I believe they speak to my soul. You know, like memes are, they just like the, they're like Bible verses. Yeah. Almost like yeah. it's just something inspiring. The one yeah. I heard, I saw recently that, that really moved me i guess was you want to die y as young as possible as late as possible yeah i like that oh, that was nice. good not bad yeah. oh my gosh that makes sense uh so uh, let's, see, let's see here oh we got this nice email here from christine hey christine to rad at radburrito.com she says good morning bad radio i'm just now away on my way home after a 13-hour shift and ready to go to bed however Dang. 
I'm excited that you are live today and hope you are all doing well. Yay. My days are just not the same without fresh content. Aww. Kick butt today, Brandon, like I know you will. Also, I am using a voice-to-text comp to compose this electronic communication. <laughs> so please forgive any odd-sounding sentences. Also, my chip. Nice. Hey, that one came out well. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Um, and then we also got this nice note from Rosendo. Hey, Rosendo. Hola. I- it's part Mexican. That's true. Uh, I love I, I love Kyle, even though he drives me nuts sometimes. Sorry. I equate him to a jelly bean, uh, hard hard head on the outside and soft on the inside. Yes. Sounds about right. Yeah. I like the toasted marshmallow analogy we yeah. used in the beginning of the show because marshmallows are way better. They Absolutely. remind me of Peeps. Yes. Oh. And it's he's a peep guy. He is a so, peep guy, but I'm so good. I'm yeah. thinking more of the marshmallows when you're gonna do schmores or whatever mm. they're called. The s'mores. 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 I like saying schmores though too. S'mores. Because yeah. it's a schmorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And I feel like I sound Jewish and I love Jewish people. Schmores. <laughs> Because right? of Shmir? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I feel like I'm I'm talking, you know, Hebrew. Shalom. Yeah, get it? Like I like that. Shalom. 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 Yeah. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat. I want to do a Shabbat dinner. Is I want I want to take yeah. some Shabbats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we got this uh, interesting email. This is like an impromptu uh, uh, guide. So they need some help uh, yeah. because they just moved out to their own apartment. Uh, TJ says, this is my first apartment. I used to live on my folks' acres to help maintain the land. But now we got to it, uh, got it so it's manageable for my pops. So now I am moved out into my first apartment. And my Yay! upstairs neighbors absolutely stomp all night. Oh, <laughs> At 1.30 a.m. last night, they started vacuuming. Oh. Nah, tweakers. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Or 1 a.m. Maybe, maybe they work Day opposite shit. hours. Yeah, opposite yeah. hours yeah. maybe. Yeah. One person in that house walks perfectly soft. But the others seem like they are stomping hard on purpose. How do I dress this uh, to not sound like an ass? I, I've had, I've only lived in a few apartments. I've always been on the top level. Uh, I've had probably one lower level with, with somebody above me, and it was never a problem. But it seems like common courtesy to just go upstairs, knock on the door when you think it's a good time. Because if they are working opposite hours, then maybe leave a note that says, hey, uh, TJ, apartment below you, just wanted to see, can you maybe keep it down? But does will that cause more issues if they, I, if you I'm, just like try to uh, address it? A note's like a text. They, they're not going to know the tone. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, what are they to do? Right. Like if they're, if they work all night long, Right, or whatever it is, right? Like, whatever their hours are, mm-hmm. if their only time to clean is at one thirty in the morning, are they then not allowed to do that? This is like one of those things when I was in apartment living that I realized we have, I am living in such a space that is so close to so many people that live so many different lives. Why is mine going to be more important than theirs? Mm-hmm. Right? Because maybe me being up doing my stuff is bothering them because they're on a different shift. So, and, and when someone walks hard, I hear what he's saying. I don't think he's accusing them of purposely walking hard, but that's how loud they walk. And some people are just loud walkers. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd want to have a face to face with them and, and just want to understand like, oh, hey, you know, just, I don't even know how I would start it out. I I would. I would really give it some thought because you just don't know what you're going to encounter with people. You don't know if they're reasonably nice people to be like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm so sorry I work. These are the hours we work and it's the only time we can do this. And I know, my gosh, he or she's such a loud walker and, you know, we'll do our best. We're so sorry. But in the end, 
You know, a lot of people get canceling headphones or earbuds and yeah. things like that when they're living that close to other people when you've got all four walls I li- to someone else. I like the idea of, of talking in person just because yeah. y- you'll be able to convey tone and you can address it without like without any hostility. Yeah, exactly. Not, not to like call them out or be mean to them. Be like, dude, I, I am trying to sleep. Can you keep it down? That's the, yeah. that's the quickest way for them to like react and get uh, hot headed. But you know, the noise canceling thing is a good idea, especially if it's in the middle of the night. White noise machines, you know, if you, if you can sleep with those types of things on. But addressing it head on, I think, is going to be the best thing. But quick side street. You kept saying walk hard. Have you, do you yeah. remember the Johnny Cash uh, spoof <laughs> biopic that they did? Yes. with uh, 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 What's his name? He was in, uh, he was the in Talladega Nights. Nights. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell's buddy. Yes. Oh, oh my God. What name? is his name? I'll look it up. He's in Step Brothers, too. He's so good. Right? Yeah. Uh, John, no, John. Yeah, John, John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. There it is. <laughs> that was going to kill me all day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, just, that movie's incredible. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go see it. Hey, hey Kyle, you, did you, uh, have you had experience in apartment living like this? Yes. Was an issue? I used to be the upstairs apartment um, living. Thank God I was never on the lease because um, that ended up being a really bad idea. I live with some friends and they ended, we ended up getting um, not evicted, but the step before where you get three warnings. And they're like, listen, if you don't get out, we will evict you. Yeah. I was so happy not to be on the lease, but we were like pretty bad because there was three of us living up there. And it was a two bedroom apartment and the family below us didn't like us from day one. I mean, we were stomping. We were loud. Um, we were kind of a party house. I mean, we were always out on the balcony drinking and smoking and mm-hmm. doing all sorts of bad things. So we had <laughs> the cops called on us for being loud. We were always getting um, knocked on the door by the apartment management. But mm. the, the people never came and confronted us. Well, like we already had knew th- they. What would you how would you have been? Good question. I don't know because I was in my early twenties. It depends yeah, on because... my my state when I open. But the how door. far are you from your early twenties? I mean, I am pretty far from there. No, let's be honest. No, <laughs> okay. I have grown up a lot. I Good. have matured. I take things a lot more seriously now. Good. Good. Um, but yeah, when I was a lot younger, it was kind of just do what I want when I want. No one was going to tell me what to do. Kind of attitude. Yeah. And... See, in your situation, I don't think I would approach you guys either because I would sit there, not like indignantly in judgment, but I'd sit there and go, okay. They're not dumb. They know they're living amongst other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're totally fine with being loud at all hours of the night. They know who their neighbors are. They don't care that there's family. They're fine being on the balcony, being loud. Me talking to them, uh, they should already know this, right? right. Like, so, so I. So you're going to be like the parent that comes in that says, keep it down. And they're going to be like, oh, get, they're going to react the same way. Yeah. Yeah. We have beer pong to play. I'm sorry. You can come join us or now, you can go sit in your I, apartment and be quiet. That That's me. But like, if, if you know. Gary, if, if this was us and we had a family, he would absolutely approach these dudes oh, yeah. and be yeah. like, I get it. I was there with well, you, but you mm-hmm. live amongst other people mm-hmm. and some of them are a family and you're not up right now for work. Yep. Well, you're party. up doing this. Go find an apartment near a college. You send in Bye. the heavy. Yeah. yeah. Get oh, the yeah. heavy to take he care of that He would definitely work. address it. <laughs> yeah. well, the problem was is that we, we, we weren't like the worst tenants in the world. Don't get me wrong. We, we, were, we were pretty normal for the most part, but they, they, they had probably like six or seven kids living in the apartment with them and the kids ran amok throughout the apartment complex and they were always like on our steps playing leaving trap behind like one of them left the scooter on our stairs one time i'm like it doesn't need to be on our stairs like it could be okay, put away who's, somewhere who's the that's all they shouldn't have their kids acting that way no but it, are you the kid too you're sounding like the other kid no. mom that other 
kid, like your scooter. No, but it just made me not not care about the noise complaints. Like when they would be complaining, we, oh. we thought they were like being wussies and complaining about the noise. And we're like, well, you know, if your kids are going to run amok and you guys are going to be loud during odd hours of the day too, then why are you tattling? Like, let's just both uh, live in loudness together and okay. not be tattletales was my mindset. So, so you all were being rotten. Yeah. yeah. So you can't cohabitate with that mentality. <laughs> no. And is, are these kids... Are these kids doing this in the middle of the night like you party animals are? Are they? Is it just during the day kids? that they're out playing? Because that's what kids, kids do. Yeah, they were out in the, not super late, but I mean they'd be up till like ten or eleven, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, like they, wow. they didn't have too much supervision from the parents. Okay, so they were yeah. they were being just uh, they were also yeah. not caring about the neighbors. No, but the mom like went you and complained guys a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the thing is the mom was a tattletale and tattled on us too many times, and then again we had to go look for a new place to live. So if to our letter writer TJ, the best word of advice if you want something done is just go tattle. Apparently. But I, I would seriously approach it the way you guys did. Go up, knock on the door, find out who the person is, get to know them. Just be like, hey, man, I'm new. I noticed it's loud. I'm trying to sleep. What can we do to make things different? Just try to be one-on-one with them and see if they would even try to take a recommendation for you. So you put, so flip the script. You are the person receiving that message from the person downstairs. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that if it's the, the family downstairs that has all the kids? Well... I, I would, I, I, okay, so if it's family downstairs, the mom comes, like, hey, Kyle, it, we're new down here. Like, we appreciate it if you guys keep it quiet. Be like, hey, I, I respect you. This is what we got going on during my day. This is why there might be noise. Like, I'm getting home from work late. I'm walking around. Sorry, there's nothing I can do to help that. You might want to talk to maintenance, see if you can get something done with soundproofing, if it's really that big of a problem. <laughs> but so I will keep the partying time. down and everything mm-hmm. to a minimal. Yeah. I, I, nice. I would respect well, them if they came and talked to me about that. Right. I respect that that's your work day, and that's what I'd want them to do. It's kind of like, yeah, hey, you know, here's what my schedule is. What's yours? How do we, how do we make this work to where it works for the both of us? Because I would also imagine... If it's opposite work schedules, then the person down below is also going to be making noise, which I know is not as extreme as being the person on the bottom hearing all the noise up top. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, this is why I remember when I was going to apartment hunting for the first time, everyone's like, get the, be on the top, be on the top, because you you don't know what you're going to get with people living above you. They could be reasonable, unreasonable. You have no say in that. But even, you know, there's still someone, I I lived in these apartments where no one was on top and it wasn't a duplex, but it was just kind of, they called them cottages, but you still had someone on three different walls and there was one dude that would be up all i swear he had to be a tweaker because he was literally up all night long playing video games Mm -hmm. and that's all i would hear (laughs) from my bedroom and he was he was unreasonable indignant so you know what i had to you know get earplugs and then a lot of times i'd fall asleep out on the couch in the living room because that wall wasn't near his Mm. but it's like oh my god (laughs) so we got some uh response i think i like the middle ground approach that that kyle has there to try to get the for both both of your opinions i it just has to keep calm. It has to yeah. keep it at a level, uh, level-headed place. Because uh, now you're neighbors. Yeah, and then I mean, <laughs> if, if you do go tattle, as Kyle would say, mm-hmm. to the management, which it is, but it's so tattling, it is a way to mitigate that confrontation. 
Um, and hopefully th- things would change. I think people get, well, I could be wrong, but I think people get more upset when you go to the, uh, the manager first. Yeah. Mm. And you didn't come to them. Yep. You're being, yeah, yeah you're being decisive. Like, because you got to, if they're your neighbor, you make eye contact with them and then like, you know they tattled and then there's that awkward silence yeah, almost. It, and it's just, it's weird. It feels very parental, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's, a, it's, of course, a kid's going to go tell the teacher something. Right. But when we're grown adults, we should try to work it out ourselves first. It's a good roommate rule, even like, like in apartment living, you know, you want to be good people to all the people around you because yeah. we're, we're all trying to live here. Let's try to just find the middle ground. We got some uh, people who have experience working in uh, having these similar issues at apartments. Rosendo wrote into red at radradio.com saying, I know someone's who, someone who's 100% deaf and this person has been complain, complaining on for making noise whilst walking or doing chores. And we had to help them talk to the property manager so they can understand it's hard for them to realize that they, the blind person or the deaf person, is, is loud. Right. Oh, oh yeah. man. They, they eventually had to train themselves to be very careful to avoid further issues. And oh, it took a long time, oh. which is sad for that deaf person. Yeah. If they're living alone like they, they never had that experience yeah. because, of course, like growing up as a deaf person or maybe they're a late in life deaf person. Either way, like you kind of got to figure that out. And how else will you know unless you live in this type of situation and, and, or have guided someone? And wouldn't you, uh, with me anyway, if I'm on the person that's living in the bottom apartment and the deaf person's above me, now that I know this, I have way more grace. Oh, yeah. Now I'm like, okay, this person is trying, they don't even hear themselves. So they're trying to, as you said, how how are they teaching themselves this? Mm. That they don't. How are they going to know if they're loud or not? So it's going to take time. Okay, so let me come up with a solution. Back to the earbuds. Yeah. I mean, my God, the person's deaf. Or you could just get away with playing rock band on full volume <laughs> at all hours of the night. Yeah. Uh, we also got this email to rad at radradio.com from Scene. I mean, Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> After living in multiple apartments throughout my life, my best suggestion would be to put it on the building itself. Uh, insulation, uh, what? This is terribly written. Uh, but they're suggesting they put insulation in the buildings for the apartments for conducive, uh, multiple work schedules. I would think most people could set their anger aside in a green nut. I don't know what that means. It's just the construction. It's just bad construction for living. So they're suggesting that apartments should plan for that better by putting better insulation for that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, apartments aren't like the highest. There's very many levels of tiers of of that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I've I've lived in some doozies that, I I mean, probably we just have to barely knock on the wall and we'll put a little hole into the neighbor's Parchment paper walls. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Peter, check out Channel 9. (laughs) (laughs) You guys could just have this one old commune. Uh, Then we got uh, Andrea wrote in saying, perhaps go to the property manager in the office and ask what that person's vibe is above you are they approachable are they oh. cool mean certain people it may be best the property manager mention it to the person above you but if they are cool go knock on the door so you can ask the property manager to gauge the temperature based on their personality are they approachable or should i just uh send this through you I, the manager uh, yeah i mean i yeah. guess you could but then you're also letting them know yeah. at the same time this person's causing problems hopefully that helps tj um and hopefully you didn't wait until you were 29 to move out of your parents house oh, okay. but it does sound like you were you were actually doing some uh hard labor on their farm yeah. which is great yeah and you yeah. help them get more sustainable but and if it took till you were 29 that's fine that's fine <laughs> hopefully you inherit that farm and then you sell oh it for lots of money exactly Jesus, and then, no, Kyle, and well, then you get a nice apartment with no loud neighbors oh. Oh. Swap it out. Swap out those animals for some uh, for some greenery, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, maybe yeah. I don't know. that drives me bonkers. I know there's reasons for it, but yeah, they sell it off, and now we build more buildings. Yeah, and we have less land. 
But I understand. Now we get into a whole other topic of sometimes, depending on what state you live in, it's harder and harder to farm and ranch, and you just want to sell it and leave. Hashtag Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. hey, there's a documentary on uh, Paramount Plus about all of this, starring Kevin Costner. <laughs> if you want an inside look at all of that. Uh, we got uh, we got to take a break here and get Caller 18 to play the pressure cooker right now. Uh, you will win a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. If you already have a membership, we'll just extend it by a month. Uh, and uh, you'll also be qualified to win one of the 10 pairs of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento uh, on February 27th. That's next Friday. And uh, one of the grant, we've got 10 pairs, one of which is a upfront pair of tickets. So it's not necessarily like front row, but it's right there. Maybe yeah. maybe row four, maybe five. Um, but either way, you're going to have great seats to this show if you are one of the 10 uh, grand prize winners that we will be doing the drawing at the in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, so the Pressure Cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner, sing- a winner every single day. We sure don't. We got five right in 30 seconds. Uh, wait, hold it's on a trivia, second. people. Yeah. You either know it or you don't. You don't. <laughs> five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters unless you're color 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811 to play the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? We got a couple of emails here uh, from rad at radradio.com. Questions about the cash cow contest that's going on uh, on our local radio stations in Sacramento and Reno. Uh, Sacramento's 104.5 FM and 8.9. Sorry, Sacramento's (laughs) 104.7 FM. And 8:90 a.m. and Reno is 104.5 yeah. in uh, in that area. So uh, we got this uh, question from Kay. Hey Kay. Uh, I have a question about the cash cow giveaway. I'm in Nevada. Do I call you guys at 888-989-9811 or do I call the local Reno station uh, K dot their number? You call the 888-989-9811 number because us at Rad Radio needs to field all the calls from Reno and Sacramento when you do hear the cash cow sounder, which is the sound of a uh, cow relieving itself in the toilet. Uh, he ate way too much money, so he has to deposit it into the toilet. And in fact, we have access to those plumbing pipes, uh, direct access, so we can take that money that the uh, the cow had just excreted, and we'll wash it off, I think. I'm not no, sure. No, no don't yeah, wash yeah. it. Uh, it, might, it, it, it might come in a, like a large bag that might be dripping with brown stuff. Uh, anyway. Uh, cow, cow do smells good. Yeah, I don't mind cow not or horse. Fresh. Is that I no, I don't mind it at oh. all. Cow or horse do. Don't mind God. it at all. They have to have candles for people like you that like <laughs> well, they have to, right? I don't want a candle. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah, I want it in its natural form where it's supposed to be. <laughs> okay, just not... dri- just drive down I-5 and, and just hang just camp yeah. out in that area where there's just the big cloud. Yeah, everyone else is like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> They want to roll their windows up or, or push that button in your car where you don't get the smell yep, from outside. I'm me. like, bring this round oh, in. I, I love it. And so if you're uh, if you are a weirdo like Donnie, like the smell of cow excrement, uh, and you want to win the two thousand and twenty four dollars that we are giving away every single day uh, with what uh, we're partnered up with Lotus Communications, who are uh, our founders here and uh, founders. They're they're the ones who have the stick in yeah. the in our towns that broadcasts our radio shows. Uh, so they're going to be name for the stick. The stick. Yeah. The it's a very yeah. radio. Radio industry. Thing. 
Um, so they're gonna they're gonna do the drawing at the end of each day, and then they'll contact you if your name is drawn uh, to win the two thousand twenty four dollars the next day, and uh, they'll tell you how you can claim your prize. So yes, uh, you have to call our number. And other people are asking about well, what I can't. What if I'm listening online? Too bad. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sucks. How, suck. yeah. However, there are apps out there like radio tuning in apps that you can use. Uh, so if you are listening to those and you do, in fact, get the station through those apps and you live in Nevada or California, the key is you have to be a resident of those states in order to win. So we have ways of, of figuring that out uh, through our screening process. And if you are eligible, um, you will be qualified. So that's the way to get get to it. But don't try to gain the system because we, we have ways, but you do have to be listening to the radio station frequencies. You won't hear it on the Rad app. You won't hear it on our Rad TV. Uh, you won't hear it uh, any other way but listening to our radio stations in Sacramento and Reno. Okay, so we talked about, uh, <laughs> we talked about uh, rude neighbors in apartment complexes, and Kyle uh, suggested don't tattle. Uh, but no. if, if he was confronted by somebody, you would want to talk to them and try to get some sort of level, uh, like meet in the middle somehow, yeah. you know. Uh, so we also have uh, some other people saying that uh, uh, Rick said, I was an HOA president in a very upscale community, uh, $1 million plus homes. Ooh, fancy. You, Ooh. you can't believe how many times I was approached to mitigate stuff. <laughs> Neighbors were afraid to approach neighbors. People don't grow up. They just become big kids. So it doesn't matter if it's apartments, yeah. if it's rich neighborhoods. You're going to de- I deal with this. Oh, God. You're always, you're, wherever you go, you're going to have to deal with people that are on a different wavelength or a different maturity level. It just happens. I'm sorry. I just was focused on he was the HOA president. Oh. I, I Shoot me with an HOA. Seriously. Like, honest, I avoid them at all costs. God. I, 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 no, a... thank you. You are not telling me what I'm doing with my property. See, I'm in constant big, contact with mine. Oh, no. Big mm, middle finger. Yeah, but the thing no, is. thank with, you. That's with, not freedom. No, thanks. Who wants to be the HOA president? Like, Ugh. they want to be in everybody's business. They are a control freak. Yes, they're great for helping to mitigate stuff, but who goes and runs for that role? Yeah. Like, who aspires to be no, that? And, and, and it's just, and it's, you know, for me, and it's just, it's not so much that he is the president of the HOA, it's just that there is an HOA. <laughs> but, you know, Fair you, enough. you do you, boo. Yeah. People yeah. like it for their whatever, snotty, snooty reasons. I don't care. Less governing rules. Yeah, is really live and want. let live, and yep. I understand, oh, my house now, you know, be able to sell it because mm-hmm. Joe Schmo next door is a bunch of cars that they're working on. <laughs> That would be annoying. I understand, but I'm sorry. Given the choice, no to an HOA. Oh, my. <laughs> we specifically, anytime we bought a house, my husband and I, we specifically, no HOA. Mm-hmm. No thanks. I don't care if it appears to be the dream home. Eh. So on the uh. on the other side of the spectrum, you really do have to be careful with who you confront because uh, we got this email to red at radradio.com from Elliot. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, he says, I'm coming into the, so I'm coming to the loud neighbor discussion late, but I would, Say, be careful. I live in an apartment, and we have a loud neighbor in the building next door, and someone told him to keep it down, and he yelled that he would shoot the next person that came to his door. Whoa. Just be careful. Call Unfortunately, yes. that is oh, one of those things that you have to look out for these days. When you knock on the door, yeah. let's play the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. It's time to test your brain. Pressure cooker. It's a trivia game. Red 
we've got a pair of tickets. Oh, first, we have a, a chance for you to become uh, a winner of a one-month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And then you're going to be qualified to win one of 10 pair of top-tier tickets to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Wheatland, California next Friday. And one of those 10 pairs is going to be upgraded to upfront tickets. Right there, up front, you can feel the sticks right on. <laughs> they're going to they're shoot their stick goo all over you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stop. <sighs> Caller 18 for the pressure cooker is Jess. Good morning, Jess. Good morning. Good morning. Do you like stick goo? Oh, oh my Lord. Yeah. Lots of it. Okay, so here's how this works. The timer's going to start when I finish reading the first question, which is a true or false question. That gives you a 50-50 shot. You get the first one right. Then all you got to do is get four more right for a total of five to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap at the end uh, to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing that you say. If you say sticks, then you say sticks water. Or what did I say? Goo. Stick goo. Stick goo. Yeah, that was much funnier than stick water. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Friday. Uh, then I got to take uh, sticks as your answer. Do you have any questions? Like, what am I doing here? No. Okay. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, true or false, today's date is February 22nd. Oh. Name any member of the band Sticked, Sticks, past or present. I have no idea. What NFL team calls Las Vegas home? Raiders. Who was the first female vice president of the United States? Kamala Harris. What TV movie streaming service has the most subscribers worldwide? Netflix. Name any of the four main ingredients of a pound cake. Flour. What is the famous stage name for the, for the, let me, the, the buzzer went off, but I'm going to read this last question for you. What is the, the famous stage name for the rapper singer born as Austin Richard Post? Hello, Cool J. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Let's hey, see. Hey, they hey, said hey. that was tough. Some that people, was not tough. Some yeah, people's okay. surnames yeah. are totally different than what their true born it name is. It depends on what music you like. Yeah. Yeah. I did put an inflection on one of the words, so Kyle's kind of right. Yeah. But, no. but yeah. let's just give it to her. There's a lot of pressure in that cooker, yeah. right? All right. Uh, so the first question was, true or false? Today's date is February 22nd. She said that is false. Today's date is? The 23rd. There you go. All right. Name any member of the band Sticks, past or present. She said, I have no idea. Me neither. No, Me neither. They've had various members come in and out throughout the years. Uh, <laughs> reeling in the years. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Steely Dan. Never mind. Nothing to see here. Uh, there's been Chuck Panazzo, Dennis DeYoung, Glenn Burtnick. Oh, Dennis DeYoung sounds like a mobster. Uh, Gowan. <laughs> James DeYoung. He kind of looks like one. <laughs> James Young, uh, James Kurlewski, John P- Panazzo. They, they have some uh, connections here. Ricky We're not aware of. Yeah. Are they a front for their mob? Dude, the Chuck Panazzo guy looks like he's in the mob. Yeah. So does Dennis D. Young. Yeah, and I wouldn't see. put past me that the James Young guy's probably murdered somebody. Ooh, he's got, he's, he's sketchy looking in his picture. They're in sanitation. Okay. <laughs> oh, my bad. Then there's uh, Ricky Phillips, Todd Shuckerman, and Tommy Shaw. Uh, what NFL team calls Las Vegas home? She said the Raiders. Then we got, uh, who was the first female vice president of the United States? She said Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of that Ferrari. Wasn't there a Ferrari woman who was running? 
I don't know. Whatever. It was back in our day. Oh, I yeah. Should okay. know Way before yeah. my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I might be getting the name wrong. Oh, uh, she is the right in if you know what she's talking about. Because we would normally, or maybe Kyle can look it up. Ferrari somebody. I like know this makes the feminazis mad. You should know this. You should have it memorized. Uh, we've got, uh, so she was is the current vice president under President Joe Biden. Before that, she was the attorney general for the state of California from 2011 to 2017. And the U.S. senator from California from 2017 to 2021. So it's, uh, I Hopefully I'm saying this name right. Geraldine. Geraldine. <laughs> oh, Geraldine. Thank you. <laughs> and Farrow. Geraldine Ferrari, right? That's Ferraro. How Geraldine. Ferraro. Yeah. 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 Ferraro. Yeah. No, I Ferrari. said it right. There you go. <laughs> Geraldine. A, uh, a woman in history. <laughs> yeah. Now you can put your bras away. There you go. <laughs> uh, put out the fire. Uh, what TV movie streaming service has the most subscribers worldwide? She said Netflix. <laughs> that, uh, just ignore the buzzer. It was actually a ding. <laughs> Uh, we all know Netflix is the biggest one. Uh, the second on their list is... Oh, Hulu. Nope. No, uh, Hulu sucks. Remember, they put them down below on the, oh, the yeah, very the last. Oh, yeah, the last one when we talked about this. Oh, God, what? Paramount Plus. Nope. Oh, Amazon. Oh, oh, yeah, yep, exactly, the Prime it's, one. It's, uh, Amazon Prime, then Disney Plus, and then Max, and then Paramount Plus, and Hulu is right, right down there with Peacock, ESPN Plus, and Apple TV, and stars in that order. Name any of the four main ingredients of a pound cake. She said mm. flour. Uh, flour, butter, eggs, and sugar. That's it? Oh. Yep. Pound cake. Uh, that, those are the fame four main ingredients. Uh, pound cake, not just the Van Halen song, has many variations, <laughs> but is a traditionally made with one pound of each of the main four ingredients. So, yes, it is the main four ingredients. Oh, hence pound cake. Pound cake. <laughs> uh, they're generally baked in either a loaf pan or a bunt mold. <laughs> They are sometimes served either dusted with powdered sugar, lightly glazed, or with a coat of icing. Uh, it goes back all the way to the 1700s, I guess. Uh, yeah. They never, didn't really know. Never made a bunt cake. Yeah. Do you eat the pound cake before you go to Pound Town or afterwards? I mean, is that before I guess it, you go into the Pound Town or is that after you come out of Pound Town? I think it's a mood-based thing. You know, there's never too much pounding happening if you have pound cake and you go to Pound Town. What? <laughs> Just you guys go. And then what was the famous stage name for the rapper-singer born Austin Richard Post? She said LL Cool J. Of course it's... Uh, 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 Post. Oh. Who? You know it. I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say Usher. Oh, Usher, Usher. Post Malone. It's Post oh, Malone. Yeah. yeah, his last name's Post. Oh, I didn't even... Okay, there hello. Uh, so she got the other. one, two, three, four, five, right. Yay! You won it! All right, we're going to do the uh, drawing for the grand prize tickets during the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, we're going to be switching positions here. Uh-oh. Because Kyle is going to be oh, taking the, the hosting <laughs> duties. Uh, we went a little over time on that last break, so uh, Kyle, you're going to have to make next one short, okay? Perfect. All right, let's oh, get boy. switched. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. All right. Yeah, y'all are in for something. Kyle's in the captain's chair right now. I know. I'm scared. Uh, Don't be that scared. I'm not scared. You're not? You do have a little bit of like, a little bit like, oh, oh no look in your face. Is this happening? Yeah. Uh Am I dreaming? No, you're not. Kyle's in the captain's chair right now. 
Uh, we got this email from a Brian. Uh, Come on. Hi, Brian. Yeah, what the hell does he want? Let's see what he wants. You said that Netflix has some of the most subscribers worldwide, all of the streaming services. Mm -hmm. But do you know what streaming service has been around for the longest amount of time? The Ghostbusters. Don't cross me with this one. What are you talking about? What does yeah, he mean so, by streaming? I mean, oh, this was part of the pressure question, pressure cooker question we just yeah. asked. So there's a couple things happening here. He's saying that, um, so you can't believe you can't. Uh, Netflix is the oldest streaming service, so of course it has the most subscribers. But that also, it's not a good argument to make because Netflix also produces some of the best content. They do out huh. of all the streaming services. So okay. they do have that advantage that they are the oldest, um, but that doesn't mean that. Any of the other ones uh, should shouldn't be on that list because they are younger. So like what, if they did better, they would be higher up on the list of subscribers. What's this? The Ghostbusters right, yeah, thing. That? that is a reference to streams because they're proton packs. They uh -oh. shoot out uh -oh. streams. Uh -oh. Nerd and crap. It, and okay. It, hey, come on now. Thank God the, you knew that. At All the right. end of Ghostbusters, <laughs> they say don't cross the streams because it would be bad. It would be really bad because oh. they have they have nuclear reactors on their back. So when they're shooting these streams, they're nuclear blasts. Mm -hmm. So when you cross the streams, it could create a devastating explosion. Didn't they do that to blow up the marshmallow guy they all crush okay, okay. spoiler what? alert <laughs> i haven't seen the movie since i was a kid though Come so on, now dude. it's all making sense yeah, it is a fun movie crush yeah. so many kids dreams well let's blame it on brian it's brian's yeah. fault he wrote down this email it didn't make sense we were talking about tj earlier and his uh, apartment issues he wrote in wanted some help and he wanted to know how to handle some um noisy neighbors in a sense so he wrote back Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's see if we can tie him up a little bit. No, not, not really. Uh, let's tie up him? this segment and oh, just yeah, kind of yeah. put an end to it. Wrap it up. Mm, yeah. Maybe he's into that. Yeah. You well, never know. Well, TJ, email back if you're into that. Maybe oh. we can set something up. You, me, and Brandon. Don, you want in on this no, tie up? No, I don't want in on this type of conversation. Okay. All right. <laughs> you all have your fun. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll get you back to TJ really quick. He says, uh, sometimes I can also hear the TV at night, but that doesn't bother me. It's simply the stomping that bothers me. Yeah. So he's going to yeah. have a problem going and trying to talk to him about stomping. I don't know how much he can do about that. Well, <clears throat> I think just having that conversation um, might might help mitigate the, the the noise, especially when he says, you know, it's in the middle of the night. Come on, can we can we do something about the? the I don't mind the TV, but sure. it's the stomping that really bothers me. Can we do something about that? He might not even be the person. Might not be even aware exactly. that they're that loud. That it it, yeah, it because mm -hmm. my niece Queenie, who used to be on the show. If you've all ever seen her, she is like the size of my pinky. She is so <laughs> tiny, but she is the loudest walker. Really? Like, oh my god! Well, she lived with us for a while, and you know we just have like wood floors, and like, but she. She doesn't realize, and you wouldn't think that either looking at her, right? You think yeah. she'd be light as a well, feather. So some people just don't even realize they're mm -hmm. that loud. What about like if they're wearing big shoes, like high heels, or they're wearing those big old, um, what are they called? Wow, that the military night, style boots <laughs> stomping around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, still go talk to yeah, him. Go yeah. talk to him, TJ. Nicely. And he actually wrote back and he said, thank you all. I appreciate it. I will address this in the nicest and calmest way possible, and I'll keep you updated. Love you, bad radio. Sent from my iPhone. All right, TJ. <laughs> so he's not at work. He's, God. he's on his phone. Kyle, quick, quick critique. <laughs> you, don't. you don't have to read the sent from my iPhone no. part. I know. It just uh -oh. came off the tip of my tongue. I was like, oh, and here we go. Probably shouldn't read that. See, so let's make it funny. I, I think that. it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, uh, email this from their uh, uh, laptop. So, yes. so Kyle, I, I I know that you just got in the captain's chair, and we just uh, adjusted all of the mics and the and the cameras to uh, to midget style over here in the prod room, <laughs> a little further. and to giant uh, marshmallow fluff. It looks so good in here, by the way. Thank you. Well, it's the it's the person 
in the camera lens. That Aww. looks so good. Uh, so, but I, I think we have to take a break to, uh, to, to to catch up on time. You want you want to go now? Let's let's just do it right now. Okay. Go. Sorry, Magus. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Sequencer. I know. I can't find sequencer. It's there it the is. All right, got it. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. All right, welcome back. Kyle's still in the invisible captain's chair. <laughs> oh, man. How, you think I'm doing all right, Don? Yeah, I mean, yeah. so far. All right, cool, cool, I think mean, cool. that was real quick. Yeah, so. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how come I can't hear you guys that well on my headphones? So is something think, going on wrong? Uh, I think you had to turn the headphone volume up. Oh, yeah, oh my God! There. Thank you. You're oh, wow. Sometimes it's the most simplest thing. Clear. It was so loud. I turned it down, thinking everything yeah. was okay. But yeah. nope. There's a little spot right there. That's probably why the little marker marks on there. Don't go past that marker mark. Yeah. Put a, put a K next to it. That's your spot. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you got me in the captain's chair for a few segments, and uh, we got an email from Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. Saying, "Oh my gosh, Kyle! More Kyle, please." Oh. Mm, it's not the first time I've heard that. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing was way too short oh i've heard that too oh, oh man. man love y'all but i'm really loving hearing more from kyle thank you kimberly i really appreciate that I, we have to keep him in short segments just this hour because okay. i hogged the first one of the seven o'clock uh, yeah but i mean that's kind of smart let's get joseph yeah no you know what I'm, we'll see how good i do because yeah. it, it is a it's a different animal up here you gotta constantly keep talking make sure you're I'm paying attention to both you and brandon knowing when you guys want to talk and then you've got one, two, three, four, five different computer screens, yeah. the printer going off, a That's whole a board with buttons. It's way more than the producer studio. I love that you want to learn, though. That's awesome. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's how you advance. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got this email from Bradley. Hi, Bradley. Bradley says, Kyle, I think you're doing a great job and thriving in the Invisible's captain's chair. Just keep it up and just be you. Well, no, Doug, Bradley. Who else am I going to oh, be? Oh, my God. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Just be me. Oh, yeah. Because I can change to other people. I can't. I wish I could. Uh, some people do. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know who they are, but you know who you are. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And then going back, um, we've been discussing TJ, the guy who's been having the trouble with the apartment and the neighbors and everything. He wrote back because Brandon and I in the last segment were saying, you know, we could possibly, he might be into being tied up and oh, we boy. might be able to invite him into something like that. Right. And he said, if it's with Brandon and Kyle, I would definitely be interested in getting tied up. Who's first? Oh. He's a good team player, man. Yeah, yeah I'm not because uh, I'm not into that rope stuff. You're not into rope stuff? Yeah, and I'm very, very much taken. I mean, I'm, I don't, only... <laughs> yes, there's that. <laughs> that well, yeah. It's with TJ, though, so it'd be okay. We could call it show prep. It'd be for work. Uh, oh, that makes it not real. Yeah, it's so it's, it's, uh -huh. it's uh, research for the show. That's is it, right. Is it a write off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a work activity. Mm. So it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with any outside relationships. Uh, so how's happen. the accountant going to explain the uh, the receipt that says, uh, "Oh, you bought tape." 
uh, rope, right? uh, a ball gag. I didn't know you can get that at a hardware store. Uh, how do we explain this? Like, how do we, I write this one off? Right, and I'd like to see you run this by your girlfriend. Nope, it's <laughs> right? Yeah, it's right? Okay. You know, now the more we think about it, we should just scratch it. Sorry, TJ, the fun's going to have to wait till another time. <laughs> I'm sure you could pay somebody to get, get you to get tied up, but not us. You know, I don't even really want to be tied up because... You like when you get tied up, you you have to like itch your face sometimes or like other body parts. Well, that's the so whole. It's annoying. That's the whole point. You, I know. It's supposed to restrict I, you from your ability to do anything, and you're out of completely out of the control. I think it would be fun to tie someone up that you they didn't know you were mad at them, and then you just leave them. Oh, that. <laughs> those are <laughs> some of the best parts of those movies where like they, the girls getting revenge on the rich guy who's like you know oh, they just leave him locked there. Yeah. I just saw a movie like they just did this, but anyway, yeah, that, oh that's just God. like the best way to do do revenge on somebody. And then they have to like have the key like somewhere uncomfortable, so the the maid whoever comes in or their wife has yeah. to come oh, in and God. unlock them, oh. but they have to get the key from an unmentionable place like maybe in their keister. I don't know. Have you guys ever tied somebody up? Yeah, it's just kind of like. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a novelty thing, right? <laughs> At some point, you you do get those those furry handcuffs, or you know, just bound them down, or you can get those those straps that that go underneath your your mattress, and so there's like the the cuffs that go on the so you're basically splayed out, like you're being uh, bound, like you're being torn apart. But the uh, yeah, so the cuffs are like up on the the top of the bed, and the, the other cuffs for your legs are at the bottom of the bed. Anyway, I don't have experience with this, and I don't have these installed on my bed at home right now. Oh. You, yeah, you just read about it. Yeah, a friend told me that. I, I tied up my cousin one time when I was in third grade. He got all mad and didn't invite me to his birthday anymore, but we were at recess, and me and some other kids thought it'd be funny to tie him up to the fence. <laughs> he wanted to at first. It was kind of like a joke, like, let's see if we could do it. And then we did it, and it yeah. was so well. We got him, like, he had his feet above ground, too. It was a chain-link fence. Yeah. So oh he God. was, like, starfished out on this chain-link mm. fence, and we had him tied oh, up, and then no. we let the bell the bell ring, and we left him there. How old did you say you were? We were I was nine years old because oh I was in third God. grade. Yeah, How he started crying. How did you guys get in? None. None? What? I got none. What? Nope. Why? Because the teacher thought, we explained to the teacher, me and the other kid tied him up, explained that it was just a game. We were having fun, and he just got upset and cried too much, but we were a little mean. We left him behind. Wow. Know? Yeah. You should have gotten in trouble for that. We should. So did they like? Did they just continue to hang out with you without saying anything? Was there just nothing? No, he didn't go to the school much longer after that. He was there for like half a year. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, a little too much. That is that is like silly little boy stuff for sure. Definitely is. So (laughs) or serial killer stuff. (laughs) Little boy, we're going little boy. There's no serial killing going on Mm -hmm. that anybody knows about. All right, we got to give a shout out to Brian from Sparks who won our uh, cash cat. Well, he didn't win. He didn't win. Sorry, do uh, not take the winning words from my yet. mouth. Not yet. No, Maybe. not yet. He was qualified nice. to win the cash from the cash cow contest. So obviously he heard it. He's living in this, the Reno Sparks area. So we just want to give a shout out to Mr. Brian. And you guys continue to listen out for that moo for the cash cow contest happening all the way until it's March 1st. Correct, Brandon? Tomorrow? Brandon. Wait, the, the the drawing? There is a piece of paper. Uh, yeah, to, until March. Yes, okay. that, that is when we will be ending the contest. Gotcha. All right. So <laughs> speaking of being tied up and having things, like I was, I was talking about how it was going to be a problem for me because there's so many things that could be itchy. Oh, and yeah. I wouldn't be able to itch them. Yeah. So um, we're going to move on to... Your favorite one. It's your favorite segment, Don. Oh, it's going to be things that bother Don. Oh. Because doctors found out that a man was having some itchy problems in his face and his nose. Yeah. 
Well, they removed 150 live bugs <gasps> from his nose. Oh my god! Yeah. Why? Kind of, Why? Yeah. How? What is the situation? So, it's a Florida man, of course. Well, okay. So I mean, we Let's could make there. this Florida news too. <laughs> yeah. That's but, all we need to know. He's in Florida. <laughs> this is why he has all so many bugs. But a Florida man is breathing easier now that 150 live bugs have been removed from his nose. The identi unidentified patent was or patient was wait, wait, went wait, to wait, the. Wait, wait, wait. You said they're live. Like yeah. they didn't even die no. from being in his nose. So were they like in oh, egg? Oh God, you can so feel them says moving around. That the patient wow. went to the hospital oh. after his mouth, and he noticed that his face was feeling like it was on fire, and so was his mouth. Oh. Although the man first started experiencing symptoms back in October, right was when it? There were, it was maybe ten. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I mean, they had to get to this point where there were so many. October, November, December, <laughs> January, and then this story oh. came out February twentieth. So that's five months he's been yeah. dealing with face irritation. Uh, he's a dude. Yeah. Oh, it'll go away. He tried glue or yeah. duct tape or whatever the hell. All your different tricks. Yep. Just kept rubbing dirt on it. <laughs> he says over a couple hours, my face just started swelling. My lips swelled. I could hardly talk. And he couldn't even get up to like move around without his face hurting for a while. How are they not coming out of his nose? They're huh? like embedded in there. Well, he goes to the doctor, and the doctor says he was shocked when he looked inside the man's nose with the camera and saw dozens of the bugs feeding uh, on the nose and sinus cavity, uh, and some as big as his pinky. What are the bugs? It yeah. doesn't say. So th this is the crazy thing about it is the bugs are still un they haven't been identified. It says at first the physician tried using suction to remove the insects, which were um, lar well, the, the, the larval stage. They're still like yeah. larvae, yeah. like maggots yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. But they were too large, and he had to extract one of them from the man's nose. Oh, oh, they were right under. Up. Don't you want to be put under for this? I don't know. You it don't depends. Want to be awake to see all of this coming out of your nose? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe oh. he knew it was happening, so he was like waiting for that uh, that euphoric moment, like you know when you're pulling a giant booger out of your nose, oh. like you've been out in the dirt all day, and the next morning he's like, I'm so done. Up, and then you blow it out. It's like the best feeling in the world. But that's so oh. different. That's a booger. <laughs> this is like... It's just a booger with legs. Oh. I know. It, so it says they were right up against his skull base and right under his brain, oh, and they damn. had gone through, and that it could have killed him had he not gone to the doctor sooner and got him extracted. Jesus. Now, the bugs have now been sent to an epi epidemiologist to determine their species. So, like I said, they don't even know what they are. But the man says that oh. he went fishing back before this happened. Oh. They're saying that some fishing bacteria got caught in his Ew. hands and if he touched his yeah. face, Ew. it's what yeah. caused these there bugs to start oh, breeding God. in him. So we don't even know what kind of bugs these are. No, we don't know if they got in his brain. No, no. I'd want a brain scan. <laughs> I mean, God, <laughs> just scan everything. <laughs> he oh. might need one after a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. All right. Disgusting. Well, we're taking another break because we need to. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Actually, no, no, it's not. 
Brad Radio. It's CAD Radio right now. <laughs> you got to turn on the mic first, bud. I know. You know, you, you get up here, you get all excited, yeah. and then you, like, calm your nerves so you get all normal and relaxed for a second, and then you look over and you go, damn it, the mics aren't <laughs> yeah. even turned on. Come on. You're doing great. Get your act together, you man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, this person wrote in, R-A-D at radradio.com. It looks like it's Adrian. Is that how you spell Adrian? Yo, Adrian! Yo, Adrian! Who knows nowadays? Yeah, Everything's sorry. Everything's spelled so strange. Yeah. Well, if it's not Adrian, then I messed up your name and I apologize. <laughs> Whatever. How do they spell it? A D R I E N N E. Yeah, it's an Adrian. Adrian. It's some kind of Adrian. Yeah. Adrian. Maybe it's an Adrian. old English. Right. Adrian. Oh, pip pip. Ye old Adrian. <laughs> Well, Adrian says, oh, man, what oh. a tease. Is that your English, your British accent? <laughs> English, Australian, British. Right. It's a hodgepodge of them all. <laughs> I heard the cash cow just now. I called. It rang. And after it rang, I did see a busy signal. It did rang four times. Should I get a landline? I don't know, Adrian. <laughs> you should just keep trying to call. There will be more chances for you. Of course, we're talking about our cash cow contest, which you can only hear in Reno on 104.5 FM or in Sacramento on 104.7 or 8. Well, there's nine... no dot. Just 104.7. Yeah, K dot is 104.5. And oh, then 104.5. Yeah. Sacramento's 104.7 FM, FM, 890 AM. Good job. So if you're Yay. listening on either of those frequencies, <laughs> you will hear the cash cow. Just pay attention, follow along, and you'll be entered in to win some money. $2,024 exact. You're okay. such a good instructor, Brandon. I'm trying. I yeah. love it. Yeah. See, the thing is, you, you 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 let them figure it out themselves, and then you help mold. It's like a good manager puts them on a path to success, and eventually you just step away, and he, he's just doing it on his own. Yeah. So speaking of that, we got this email from Rashida. Hey, Rashida. She says, so I just woke up, and what? Cat radio? Go Kyle. <laughs> Anyways, I haven't had any coffee yet, but I wanted to do a shout out really quick that I noticed that anytime Brandon or Kyle are in the invisible captain's chair, it really seems like you all have taken on this quality that is very like moving around and not being able to stand still. Rob also seems to have this quality when he's there and just not in the sidekick situation. My guess is there are so many things that you have to control up there and it makes the person all hyperactive or something. I don't know. No coffee. Please forgive me if this is stupid. Love y'all, Rashida. No, that's a great observation because, yes, it is a very high-pressure position to be in because not only are you trying to focus on what you want to talk about in the in the, in the moment, but also you have to be thinking about what's going to come up next. I have to have multiple uh, outs from whatever the next thing's going to be. Like if Dawn says something funny or she starts to get outraged about something, like like certain people uh, riding the bus with other oh. certain people oh or using the same bathrooms or water or water fountains that's that's like an old school thing that she does but when you're yeah, yeah. when you're in that position you have to be ready for anything like because because somebody might be able to add to that or we might be getting a call from a station manager saying uh this isn't good uh, so you might be getting cut off no it's uh i hope that doesn't happen i hope so too you're just having fun with you. I but honestly it, it is a very high pressure job and i think kyle's doing a great job and it, honestly it, it's been fun to uh, work alongside him in, in this moment because it's nobody really we never have done this before where you're mm -hmm. just flying by the seat of our pants and switching those roles yeah. on the fly it's uh, different it like is it. it's yeah. fun yeah. and uh, you know there'd be certain people that'd be shaking their head or giving giving a, a, a snarl or two but I think yeah. we're doing a great job yeah and to that note we got this letter from Eric hey Eric says apparently like Ron Burgundy Kyle will just read whatever is put in front of him <laughs> 
So let's see how many fines we can rack up with. Sh- I mean, oh, <laughs> damn you, Eric! Tried to get me. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I'm Robert. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna laugh about that all day when Kyle earlier was reading an email, and he ended it, and he's like, "Sent from my iPhone." <laughs> yeah, people are gonna get wise that. to that and start yeah. adding little tags at the end of the email. I notice. I've got to actually start reading them. Yeah, get, really, yes, get super creative, creative maggots, and try to throw Kyle off with, no. with certain little things at the end. Hey, you know, we've got, I've got a dump button, and they're they're on a delay. So That's if anything true. happens, I am confident in my dump abilities. And if not, Brandon knows how to hit the little talk back button and tell me to dump stuff. Yeah, <laughs> or I'll just. Yell, dump it, dump it. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, because I don't know what's inappropriate anymore. I don't know what's allowed and what isn't allowed. Uh, there are times I'm asking, like, can I say this as I'm trying to mouth it? It's mm. hard. <laughs> it is. The FCC regulations God. have some blurry gray lines. I feel Changes. like they just do that on purpose. They're like, huh, we found that inappropriate. We're going to make that a fine Boop. now. Yeah. Sorry. Boop on the nose. <laughs> All right. Well, enough of that. It's time to play Master of Movies. So, uh, Right now, you'll have you'll win one month membership to Rad Radio. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, we're gonna start this over again. <laughs> yep, redo. Let's play Master of Movies right now. You'll win a one month membership to Rad TV at members at, Rad, at radradio.com, and you're qualified to win one of ten pair of top tier tickets to see Sticks the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to see the show on February 27th. We'll give you a hint of a famous movie clip. And then you give us the title of that movie and it's in the movie it's from. And then you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody guesses the movie title correctly, hit the raspberry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. Phone number is 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies right now. That's the wrong button. Uh-uh. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's Kyle, Anybody, and Dawn right now. We got Brandon in the producer studio, Dawn chilling her spot. And hi. I'm in the captain's chair <laughs> taking over. <laughs> Ruh-roh. It's not that bad so far, is no, it? No, it's not no, that fine. good. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a bit. You're doing. That's great. Though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, fair it's, enough. It's you're doing, fun. You're doing. All right. You, you know what you're doing. You exactly. <laughs> I feel like I know what I'm doing. God damn it. You, you, you're there. And yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking about getting tied up earlier. Remember our friend TJ who needed help with the the uh, noisy roommates and everything. Yeah, this was a Freudian we talking- slip on your part because you were you, you had emails from TJ about the noisy neighbors upstairs, and he was wondering what what he should do. Yeah. And you said, "Well, we're going to tie this up, like like tie up the loose ends of the of the mail." Right. And and it was like a uh, you just you just went off on that tangent of, "Oh, let's tie you up, TJ." And and I'm not I'm not condoning any of this. I don't want to tie up a, a no. listener, and, and it just go against my my morals. So. Uh, Continue. I know. Yeah, we have, we have girlfriends and stuff, and I don't think they'd appreciate it. Well, I'm engaged. Uh, oh, okay. You're you know. engaged. I have a girlfriend. Dawn doesn't have a girlfriend. No, that we know of. I have a husband. That's right. Yeah. So there's no <laughs> nobody here getting tied up. But we got an email from Joe. Hey, Joe. He said, "I came home from work to find my wife dressed up all sexy." Oh. Yeah. She pulled me up to the bedroom and said, "Tie me up, and you can do anything." All caps. 
that you want. Anything. Well, yeah. You know what? For you know, for some dudes, that might mean great. I'll tie you up, and now I'm going golfing. Well, that's you said pretty I funny. Can do whatever. I you want. beat me to the punchline. He t- oh. he changed it up a little bit. He said so. I tied her up, and I went fishing instead. Hey, how come I can't hear the uh, the the game button? No, I so, press it. There's a pot on the board that says sound deck. Yep. It's, it's it's written on a piece of paper and taped on there, and it's not like one of those fancy you. Uh, you know uh, labeler machines that we got. Oh my god! So you want to hit that button on, and I, then yeah. you hit the button See, for the theme song. It was on, but it was down. So to me because when you look at the board that they use over there, what is it called? A sounding board, engineer board, yeah, sound, sound board, board. sound board, yeah. sounding board. <laughs> it's fancy, thing. and you know it wasn't cheap, so to hear, ah, oh, it's just, it's right there where the piece of paper is, and it's taped on there. <laughs> there, there are very, like, there are various things, like, especially in the producer studio, oh like, gosh. I have a, because uh, we do a, a sports show with Steve Mickelson, <laughs> and uh, there, the, I have to control his audio from in here, and yeah. I have a post-it note. <laughs> At the top of the board, it says Steve volume because I've forgotten to turn on Steve's volume a couple of times. So I use this post-it note as a friendly reminder. Very professional. Yep, And I appreciate all the magnets on the soundboard in the main studio so you know where the signal levels go. It's super helpful. That's a new addition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not maggots, but magnets. Magnets. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. We got a game to play. God damn it. Let's let's, let's help these people out. (laughs) So sorry. Let's get to Master of Movies, where you're going to win a uh, one-month membership to Rad TV if you get the movie correct. And uh, that's going to be at members.radradio.com. And then if you win, you're also qualified to win a pair of uh, tickets to see Sticks, the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one lucky winner, which we'll be raffling off later this uh, morning at the 9 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to win front row tickets to the up show front. up front. Yeah, so the t- we're going to do ten. We're going to pull ten names out of the bucket, and uh, each of them will go to the show. They'll have premier seats, nice. but the final grand prize winner that we draw will get upgraded to upfront tickets. So it's not necessarily Woo! front row, but you're right there, so you can get the stick juice on you. There we you know, go, because it's the band Sticks. Perfect. And you're going to be getting all their stuff on you, like spit and whatever. Oh. Yes, yeah, all <laughs> old too. So all that old sweat and mm. spit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> All right. So caller 18 on the line. We have Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah, are you there? Oh. Hello. Uh, yeah, this is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Oh. Sarah, oh. good morning. Good morning. So the, I, I, I was that. just told by the phone screener that they're out of order. I see that. Thank you for, uh, yep, yep. Okay. So Sarah, actually, you're caller 19. So we're going to put you on hold really quick. So hold on don't, a second. Don't, don't hold her. We're going to say hi again. Yeah. We'll just keep her on the line. Do the double tap that you do to keep her locked in. And then uh, go ahead and go to 18 and then 20. That's a lot. To I, I know. I know. So, oh, my Lord. Right here. This is caller 18. We have Craig. Hello, Craig. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. yo. Oh, we don't even get three yo, yos. No. Yo, no yo, one yo. says yo, oh, yo and sticks, do they? I don't think so. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We already did caller 19. So, caller 20, we have Brad. Hey, Brad. Morning, Cad. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> all right. So, lock him in, too. There you go. All right. They're all locked. Ta da. All right, see if you guys can guess the movie. We have a family comedy from 1996. And what the hell is Sinbad up to these days? I said I can't dance. 
Oh, man, we need to know how to dance. <laughs> you just need to get in touch with your inner dance self. All right. Play it one more time. One more time for them. I said I can't dance. Oh, man, we need to know how to dance. <laughs> you just need to get in touch with your inner dance self. All right. Craig, what do you think the movie is? No clue. No oh, clue. Oh, thank you. oh, oh, no. Uh, there it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it is so hard to balance out the phones and everything. Oh, in my here. gosh. Yeah. Like, oof. Don't forget to slide up the phones. This again. is stressing me out watching how much there's to do. Uh, and like the way that Brandon now, I mean, you just, it, you, I don't even see your hands moving when you're doing this. Because I use my mind. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. All right. Caller 19, Sarah, what do you think? Is it Shazam? Mm. Oh. Good guess. Oh, I think that was a Shaquille O'Neal joint, wasn't it? Uh, I think maybe. so. I think it was. Shazam, Kazam. Oh, there's, that's a whole, never mind. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Keep going, Kyle. All right, Brad. Caller 20, what do you think, man? I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I'm drawing a blank. You lose. Keep going. Move oh, two. man. I love the direction. Well, our next chance to win these tickets are going to come up at nine o'clock with the uh, Trouble Treble. So stay tuned for well, that. Wait, 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 wait. What? 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 We, you got oh, yeah, tell us the movie and the then you movie? play the movie. Oh my goodness! Right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. okay. <laughs> so the movie is called The First Kid. It was a it was a movie I I watched a lot of when I was a child. You never seen this? Nineteen ninety six with with Sinbad. Well, nineteen. I mean, I know movies stay around for a long time. But particularly in that time frame, I was probably working 20 hours a day yeah. and hardly this, getting any sleep. I was not watching movies. This movie yeah. didn't stand the test of time. <laughs> Sinbad was a uh, Secret Service agent for the first kid, so the president's child, and uh, he tries to get the, the first kid's groove back. Ah. Okay. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> Bram Beck's son of the United States president, um, then he has Sims come in, which is his name, which is Sinbad. And the kids, uh, Brock Pierce, and then there's Aaron Wilbury, Art Lafour, and Timothy Busfield. Oh, well, household well. names. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, Timothy Busfield, was that the guy in Eight is Enough? <laughs> Rut row. Sorry, I don't know, but I picked the movie because <laughs> it's President's Week and it's coming to an end, and this kid is the, the kid of the President of the United yeah. States and everything, so I thought it'd be a good one. Okay. I thought the hints would be good enough for the maggots to get it, but I guess not. But So here it is. <laughs> I'm not going to the dance. Say what? Mr. My mama said I can go to the dance. Really, I'm going to the dance. What happened? You can't dance. I, hmm? You can't dance. Uh, imagine? You said I can't dance. Oh, man, we need to know how to dance. <laughs> you just need to get in touch with your inner dance self. Yeah. Is Sinbad the comedian that never cusses? Like, he's yeah. never vulgar. There's a comedian that's, like, he yeah, became well-known, but, like, always kept it clean. And I was wondering if that was Sinbad. So but. Timothy Busfield was in 30-something. Oh, okay. That, I can't, all right, can't confirm go. that. Let me get the uh, Sinbad. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. I remember that was the only thing I knew him from. And I remember watching his stand-up comedy thinking it really wasn't that good. So it probably was clean, because you probably wanted something that was Sinbad. Sinbad is known as the clean stand-up comedian. There it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. Well, all right. Well, let's get to some emails really quick. We have another Brian. Ugh, hi, Brian. Oh, I know, I know. He says, what makes CAD radio so much fun are all these mistakes. Like, what button do I push? <laughs> it's like the old school cable access TV. I keep imagining Wayne's World on Saturday Night Live and waiting for Kyle to say, party on, Garth. Garth? 
Maybe that's your sign-off, Kyle. Guys! <laughs> uh, then we have Kelly in Utah who says, Kyle, you're killing it. Aww. This has been a great show so far. Lots of laughs and lots of mistakes, which are always funny. And you have done all of this without the toilet humor, too. Whoa, is that a dig at bad radio? Well, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Come on. Hello. It's not all toilet jokes. <laughs> no, we were talking about animals and old people and all that That's as true. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it says, now over the unproduction studio. Okay, wow, you're right about the typos in this. Holy crap. <laughs> I see Brandon both beaming with pride in his mentorship of Kyle with simultaneously, I don't know if I can say that word, Doing himself uh, every yes. time you speak. Yeah. Keep up the great work, guys. And Don, that's it. All right. Thanks, Kelly and Utah. Appreciate Don, that. Thank you. Keep being Don. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, now, Brandon, yeah. oh, is that time? It's time to go to a break. Oh, it is time to go to a break. All right. So we just got done playing Master of Movies. Your second chance to win these prizes are going to come up at 9 o'clock with Trouble Trouble, and that's for the enter-in to win sticks tickets. And then if you do win, you will get a one-month membership to Rad TV as well. So as soon as we come back from the break, we'll have more fun content for you from CAD Radio. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year. So, good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. All right. Well, it's Cad Radio. Kyle's still in the captain's chair. We got this email right here to rad at radradio.com from No Name. Hey, No Name. It says, has anybody else realized Kyle and Brandon kill it in normal operations? But when Kyle and Brandon have to do a master of movies or pressure cooker... They sound like Floyd Mayweather trying to read. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a, that's not nice. I know it's not nice. I know it was kind of a cluster bad word right there for a second with I mean, the master of movies. I was dropped on my head multiple times, <laughs> but that that doesn't make me a bad person. No, uh, you no. know what I think it is maybe is like because we do. So I mean, everything that we all do is like ad lib support, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's ad lib. It's off the cuff. There's nothing scripted. Right. And I think that once you put a script in front of y'all, it's like it's uncomfortable. Not like not that you're nervous or uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable because you're used to just yakking. Yeah, we're without like, a script in front of you. We're like the game show hosts, or I'm sorry, we're not the game show hosts. We're the contestants, yes. and so the game show host <laughs> has to keep everything in line, has to has yeah. to deliver all the important information. Yep. But when yeah, it's, it's just it's hard because yeah, you gotta keep all that stuff together. I know. We we try. We try our best around here. Well, and... I mean, it's you know, especially Kyle. You're like very very new at it, so it'll get. Brandon's gotten. I think you are like night and day for when you first started doing the contest to now. For sure, and that you'll get there too, Kyle. Yeah, just, just yeah. take a deep breath. I got. I'm gonna get this uh, this timing thing figured out, so you don't have to worry about it. Just keep going. I'll let you know. All right, cool. So uh, we have somebody else that needs our help really quick. Oh. So I think we should do a Doctor Rob real quick. And now, baby, here's Doctor Rob, the Doctor of Love. Here's how Dr. Rob's segment works. You got a question, a, a question, a comment, problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. Or you can always write to the doctor anytime you'd like at rad at radradio.com. Remember, none of us here are really doctors, so you can suck it. That's right. 
And there's no Rob here, so you get Dr. Kyle. Oh, <laughs> and Nurse boy. Dawn and medical assistant Brandon. Oh I'll take it. There we go. So this is medical from... I don't know what other types of duties there are, what, what your name is. Uh, the, the nurse practitioner, because they're like just below the doctor. Yeah. Oh, and I, you're the doctor, right? I take care of the soiled bedpans. <laughs> Yes. I take care of the, the, the trash. I mean, it's an important job. We yes. need these people 100%. in the hospitals. So I'm I'm proud to be a medical assistant. Yeah, you'll well, always see your nurse way more than your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Fair so, enough. Amen to nurses. Well, let's see what this is from Forrest. Let's see if he needs Forrest. to see the nurse. Is it Forrest Gump? <laughs> he says, my wife just lost lost her year-old puppy two days ago. Oh. We had to have him put down after some terminal prognosis. Oh. She's been dealing with the loss, and everyone is being supportive, but she's already looking for new puppies. Is it too soon? I'm certain she's just looking to fill the hole in with our other dogs not being alive. I'm concerned that the stress of the puppy after a few days could be a mistake, and she isn't ready for this. Stress so soon after the passing... And advice from the Rad Show. Any Anything we can do to help her out? You guys think she should get a dog quick, I mean, or does she hold on a little bit? I, You know why this one is tough for me? Is because I don't know her. It's so individually based. Really? Right? Yeah. I, I mean, There are some people, I've seen people that get a dog right after their dog passes, and they're fine. Like, it, it, they're still mourning the loss of their dog, but they're also fine with getting a new dog. And then there are other people that are like, no, they're going to wait. There's no way that they want to bring that on or take that on. And like you, you do know your wife better than anyone else. And I, I would, I mean, of course you can always call and email us, but it's like, because you know her, have you sat her down and had this conversation about like, Hey, you know, have, let, let's really think this through. And here's kind of what I see. Tell me where I'm wrong. You know, this is how I see it of where what might happen. And then give her the opportunity to, you know, plead her case, I guess. But um, especially because it's a year-long puppy and she didn't have it for yeah. 12 years, right? Sometimes no, she only had it a year. Yeah, so sometimes it takes much longer for someone to introduce a dog back into the house. Yep. So I think that it it really does depend on the person. I agree. And if she's looking with the intention of like what's going to be coming next, because the dog hasn't passed yet, is that no? It did. No, it, it did. did. It okay. only lasted a year. Okay. So puppy. honestly, I don't think it's too soon. And yeah, there is a grieving process. And I'm not going to say that it's just a dog, but it was a dog. And oh, I got to be careful with this because I know that I could get pretty attached to an animal and I fostered a lot of animals in my in my past and there was one in particular that that just wasn't going to make it unless we had we basically had to be on it like 24 7 uh, uh feeding it by a bottle because it was still like an, almost an infant kitten yeah and it was doing fine it was doing fine it was just it was it was a struggle to keep it going and after about mm, three months uh we came home and, and it had suffered a heart attack and so I, I don't want to equate like a foster cat or dog to be any less than like a, a pet of your own um yeah, I'm with Dawn. It really does depend on the person, but it's it's not something like she won't be missing out on the grieving process. Maybe this is part of her grieving process because we all grieve differently. Maybe she's not going to actually get an animal. Maybe she is just looking ahead for the next one because, yeah, she does want to fill that void because 
if you're if you wanted a companion and you lost it too soon, then why not go look for another one? So I don't see any negatives to it other than, you know, maybe just be there for her if she does need somebody to lean on when she does fall back into that spiral of grief. Yeah, well said. Well, I mean, I guess the other thing too that's standing out is how he mentions he's afraid that once they get the new puppy that the stress of the new puppy and her grieving will be too much. Oh. Right? And so, like, are you giving us an insight to where she is someone that can't take on too much? There are some people that can have a whole lot of stressful things going on in their life, and they handle it well. And there's and this is no judgment. It's, it's not like you're a better person. We're all built differently. And there are some people that can only have one or two things, or maybe just one stressful thing. They don't handle stress well. So, I, I mean, is... Is that where you're coming from on this? It's making you nervous just in general. She doesn't handle stress well. And that's where you would, and maybe you don't want to deal with that. Is that what's also happening? I mean, I guess there's a lot of different angles here where you don't want to be the one to have to pick up and and deal with that when it happens. But I also do like where you started to go with that, Brandon, with the fostering of the animals. Yeah. Because a lot of times people, people sometimes won't they foster for months and months and months sometimes in mm-hmm. certain situations? And they get attached to those dogs. Oh, and then those I... dogs got to go. Yeah. And then they bring another one in. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of almost that same situation where people are capable of doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, there's no way I could foster an animal. I would get too attached. I want uh, to keep it real quick. Every yep. single one. Yeah. Guilty right here. <laughs> oh, really? Fa- uh, foster oh. failure is what you're called. <laughs> yeah. It's a great thing because you know that, you're, that the animal's oh. going to a great place, but yeah. man, it... it Right at the heartstrings. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I skip away from the Sarah McLaughlin commercials because oh, I'd be the one to yeah. be like, I'll take that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, it's it's well, just, there's some, there's a soft spot in my heart for animals and it would just be hard to let them go. And I know we're talking animals and people do get upset when we do this, we start bringing in kids. But even when you're fostering children, a lot of times people will go into it with the mindset of this is going to be their kid. And that's not always the case because the the objective anyway, at least in California, is to bring the families back together. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of just at your house until in hopes the parents get it together and can get their kid back. And sometimes you might have that kid for years and then it's not going to end up being yours. So, that's it. Yeah. So with that being said, maybe he should go out there and just find the dog that they they do want as a couple. I don't know. So when when a when an animal passes, was something like that so unexpected because it was only a year. So I I imagine like they they expected to get so much more life out of that dog. I, and, oh, absolutely, yeah. And and that the, they're missing out on that. In, in in my own personal experience, I mean, the dog lived for a year. You're attached to it. I don't. It didn't say exactly how long they, it's been since the dog passed. Yeah, yes, Brandon. Well, I think the, I th- really think you're onto something because yeah, if you have the ability and you have the means to go and get another dog because you wanted to fill that part in your heart hole, um, then then so be it. Um, but you know, like when people, God forbid, they lose a, a child too early, you know, um, in, in childbirth or any other way, way too early. I, I could see why some people in certain situations might jump back on the horse and try to have another kid because they feel like they they want to not necessarily replace, but fill that void. And it's not like a negative thing. And I think that in, in all these cases that we're talking about, especially with, uh, especially with as parents, if you want to uh, birth another child after a traumatic event, something like that. You want to make sure that you have 
dealt with some of the things in your mind that that might be in, inhibiting your ability to be fully present for the next child to come around because if you don't heal yourself from from those certain traumas uh it could it could it could set you back a little bit but i think a lot of people have the ability to work through it and uh and thrive from it but it's really individual based so you know what it's reminding me that one of my aunts um just lost her dog, um, and he was old. So I mean, she got to have him for a, a, a long time. So different situation. However, she's gone. It's been a few months, and she's gone back and forth. Like, is she ready for another dog, or is she not? And you kind of do that thing where you're like, you know, your dog that passed, they'll let you know, or whatever. And 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 what she has landed on is, I think you kind of really hit it on the nose in your examples, Brandon. And then to this of the fostering. This is what she's she's like, you know what, I'm going to be a foster dog parent right now. And that'll and that's kind of given her the idea if she is indeed ready mm-hmm. for another dog. But at the same time, she's also doing good in helping out these animals of having an yeah. interim home. So that might be an idea that they might look into. That, that is a great idea, cause especially, you know, if they're on the fence about it and they're not sure. I like you guys are all saying, I'm just kind of echoing the same thing is that if she's going to foster an animal, another dog, take care of it. Maybe she'll get attached, and then if not, she. How does that work? Do you just well, give the, the the dog back? So the fostering thing was just kind of an, another example of my my own personal experience when we uh, lost that cat way too soon because we were trying our best to keep it alive. Um, I think fa- fostering animals takes takes a different. It, a different animal like as a human <laughs> it takes a different type of person to do that it doesn't make me any better than anybody else but you have to be able to compartmentalize your emotions and your desire to to claim that animal as your own because you are given the uh, opportunity to help get that animal to a place where it can eventually be adopted um so same kind of uh, same kind of theme here, though, because you do invest your emotions so deeply into that. Just like the letter writer's uh, letter writer's wife, yeah, uh, the that you you want to you know fill that void next. So like if you're if you're a foster and you lose one, you you want to jump back back in and get another one because you feel like that's your need or your desire to to be that in that place. The other thing that's jumping out at me though with that email is that they're not on the same page, and you know she's wanting to get a dog right away right now and it doesn't and he's not sure about it because of how he's fearful of how she may respond and i just think that you need to be on the same page when bringing an animal into your house so that's i think the first and foremost conversation you guys have to get to a point where you both if one person's no then it's no right now until you both get on the same page yeah because you both are gonna you know you both are gonna end up caring for this animal yeah so what if what if he just comes home with a puppy mm. and it has a little bow on it and then they just kind of tackle it together? But it's he just, doesn't want to. You yeah. don't think so? Well, <laughs> he, they... He's saying he's he's thinking it's too soon for her yeah. and they need to get on the same page, and, I think. And I, don't know. I think that his concern is really, is it too soon for her? Like, yeah. maybe, I mean, he's just unsure on how she should proceed. He's actually looking out for her feelings and her investment into another animal. Yeah. Um, we actually just got a follow-up from Forrest. you mind if I read it, Kyle? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Forrest wrote in and uh, he says, thank you for the insights. They helped. I asked the show because my wife was listening and the additional input helped her make a decision and she appreciates it. Oh, it'll be good for her to not feel like the house is missing someone. 
A new puppy is exactly what she needs, and she's already got a new wild boar coat, Dachshund, lined up. <laughs> oh, wow. I just needed okay. some additional input to get her to commit. All right, well, oh, nice. maybe this okay. might help. We have uh, another letter from uh, Donovan at rad at radradio.com. That says, well, if the dog doesn't work out, you can have her get a bird because they never die. That's oh, true. They, they go on for like eight. I want to get a parrot so bad. Oh, you can teach us so many cool things. Oh, my gosh. Like, I know, like, the thing that the, the terrible burden of getting a bird, burden, get it, uh, is that they do live too old. So if I were to perish 20 years before the dog does, or the parrot does, then you have to find somebody that will have the chemistry to take on that yeah, bird because yeah. they are so picky about oh, their people. Yeah. So it, it's they could turn into complete <gasps> nightmares if they if you pass away and they continue oh, to live. I, gosh, I'm so sorry making you guys Google so much today. Okay, I'm trying to remember this gal's name. She was she was a madam. Like for Hollywood, and they a even madam. did like a Is yeah, like a, like a like real a maid. She, she was a real life madam, and this was she was like, and this was a famous story, and this is true life. This is a lady pimp. She was a late yeah. Oh, yeah, that kind of madam. Lady okay, okay. pimp. Yeah, yeah. She was a lady <laughs> pimp. Oh, I cannot think of her name, and she was on a reality show because she had to do rehab and all this, whatever. But she ended up. They were worried about her because she ended up secluding herself. I think in the middle of the desert, Nevada. And when they went to her house, like I mean, there are so many birds. She's like a bird person, and it is, she is surrounded by these birds. So to hear you, Brandon, say like if someone passes, like that's a lot of birds yeah. to have to. You're just reminding me about her. What was her name? Heidi Fleiss? Yes. Hey. Oh. And they, they were like, this isn't good for your addiction. You have to be around people. She's like, I hate people. I'd rather just be around birds. Man, she, she was on that show, uh, Celebrity Rehab, That's with Dr. It. Drew. Yes, and Dr. Drew. Oh, oh so she did ha- so she have a problem or did she help people oh. out with no, her no, birds? She, no, she, no, she just had birds. She's just a bird person. Yeah. Wanted to seclude herself from mm. people and just be with birds. And drugs. Oh. Yeah. And, and drugs, yes. <laughs> she's a junkie who likes birds. Well, All right. Yeah, I mean, she is also she's also a human being. And, yes. uh, you know, oh my God, we yes. hope that she has healed from her disease. Yeah. But, yeah, she that show, though, Celebrity Rehab oh. in its heyday was oh. so good. So good. I think the best thing that came out of that show was Steven Adler. Because he was the one that, like, he actually took the rehab seriously. He yes. was the original drummer from Guns N' Roses. Yes. And he's still touring today. Like, he's still oh. performing as a drummer. Oh, I man. love those success so stories. Kyle, are you oh, too man. young for Celebrity Rehab? Yeah, well, I remember when it came out. I never watched it, though, because it was, I was I was still in my early teens. Yeah. And it too just, heavy for yeah, you. Yeah, it was too, maybe. maybe. Oh, it was no. very heavy. Yeah. Was, was it? Was uh, the, the, the little guy from... A tray, uh, from, little guy. Um, he was a uh, mini-me uh, from oh, mini Awesome me? Powers. Oh, my God. Oh, he has What's... so many addictions. Ah. And did he die? I think he died, I did too. see a little yeah. bit of that, because I remember he had one of those little scooters. I remember yeah. seeing him so messed up that he was asleep in the scooter yes. and head over the handlebars and, and he everything. he was going number one on the oh, floor. Yeah. Oh, is that what was yeah. going on, too? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. No, wow. I mean, like, it, sometimes it was uncomfortable to watch, because it's like, as you said, Brandon, these are humans. Yeah. You know, but of course, for TV, oh, well, this is entertaining. It was juicy. And it, it, yeah. But it, 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 when it got down to it, like when they first introduced all these celebs, by the way, Vern Troyer Vern is the, Troyer. the guy who played Minnie yeah. and he yeah. was, he did pass away from alcoholism, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. was, it was one of those shows, like it was, it was also juicy, like any type of celebrity uh, a, a reality show where, oh, we're getting to know these people and oh man, they're so messed up. Look at all this drama. It's great. And then once Dr. Drew got their, their hands on them and all the treatment people, it was 
was like, oh, this is a little bit more yeah. real than we realize. Yeah. And so when when those that, that actually took to the program, it was really, it was a great thing to see um, some of those thrive. But others were like using that celebrity rehab show as like a springboard to advance their careers and just yep. continue on their habits. That's a smart idea to do so. Well, And wouldn't they do also then they went from that to Sober House. Yes. And they also did Sober House. Yeah. So they would take folks that had left the, the rehab mm-hmm. and another reality show to Sober House. Which is like more of an okay. outpatient type of thing. Yeah. And, and I think Steven Adler went to that as well and he crushed it. And you find yourself rooting for them, right? It's like yeah. it turned into like, okay, this was drama and good TV, but now it's like, oh my God, make it, please. Yeah, it's good stuff. Please make oh, it. Very yeah. Good. <laughs> well, that was kind of a nice side road from our Dr. Rob letter. <laughs> but it sounds like they wrote back, everything seems to be good. They're going to be getting a new puppy. Yay! Yeah, a little, yeah. little dog show. Maybe we helped him out? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Why well, don't they always stay a puppy? They're like the smallest dogs. Wiener dogs? Aren't yeah. They? yeah. 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 It's it just until they get older. It's like, oh, you're not old. You're not a little puppy anymore. Oh. It happens. Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the doctor anytime at rad at radradio.com. So it's a, we got another letter from James real hey, quick. Hey, James. Says, hey, Brandon and Kyle. Hey. Just wanted to send you a quick note telling you, bros, up, how bro? awesome you are doing, man. Bro. Thanks, bro, Tato Chips. <laughs> yeah. And it says, Dawn's just doing her typical top tier radio as well. Oh, that's Thanks, nice. James. Have yourself a protein shake. <laughs> yep. And we got this other letter right here from Teddy. Hi, Teddy. Says, I love how each and every one of you. Oh, it says, I love each and every one of oh, you. Oh, thank you. Love you too. I couldn't imagine being able to run a show. Brandon, you are great at it and kyle i think you're going to be doing a great job brandon you're great at it <laughs> and you're funny to listen to while learning never a dull moment teddy nope you know this whole reading on air you think it's a lot easier than it than it really is mm-hmm. like i sit there and i do rad tv and i sit there and i judge brandon most of the time i'm like oh look he messed up there he messed up there i knew you're judging me uh, oh yeah no, I do. I judge. And then I come up here and I have to be humbled. I have to eat yeah. so much humble pie because yeah. I am making so many more mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of feel like an ass about it. it Isn't is, it delicious? It, it is a human thing, right? <laughs> like we all judge what we don't know. We, yeah. we all do it. And then we do it. We find we're like, oh, okay. Now I see. Yeah, all right. It, not judging anymore. It's so easy yeah. to sit back and judge and speculate. Uh, oh, it is. It's so easy. Yeah. It is and so anything easy. in life, you know, like no, one of my sure. girlfriends, I remember she was, she, there was one particular thing she was so judgy about with people. And then she went through it and she's like, oh, yeah, okay. Now <laughs> eyes are open. You know, Sorry, folks. It's yeah. Like, it's like we are all going through our own individual paths and journeys and they're all different they are all different and i see there are so many obstacles here and i give you so much (laughs) respect brandon like like i said i feel like an ass and a little bit of a jerk for all the judginess. You should. Good. I should. And I do. <laughs> Even though you just found out about it. Five Hail Marys and three Rosemarys. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not Catholic. How's that work, Don? A Rosemary. <laughs> Only Mary I like is Mary Jane. Oh, Lord. Uh. And to that point, we got this sent to RAD at radradio.com from Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is sent from my iPhone as well. It says, man, the show is a doo-doo. Still better than anything else on the radio right now. I need this. Oh, <laughs> good. good. Uh, thanks, Kevin. It. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, Kyle. Oh, hold on. hold on. 
What are we holding on to? So it looks like there might have been a typo on this. Oh, uh, yeah. We might have to take this break all the way up to about 8.55. That's totally fine with yeah, me. Yeah, because this, after this break, there will be three more. Okay. Which will take us through the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah, you guys are all getting a sneak peek behind oh, the yeah. scenes here today. T- totally sure. fun industry <laughs> stuff. I mean, this is riveting. Yep. I, let me tell you, one of my favorite things um, is when you can watch all, you know, you'll see a movie, but then they'll have behind the scenes, not just the bloopers, but like the behind the scenes happenings of everything that goes on to put it together. I That's one of my faves. So this is kind of like what people are getting. Yes, I yeah. hope you guys are loving your behind the scenes, rad, cad, bad radio right now. Aren't those like the best type of documentaries though? Uh, for me, because I'm such a nerd about the inner workings of things like, like concerts or how people make, oh, I would love to be a fly on the wall when people are creating music and recording yes. it. Oh my God. Because that process is fascinating to me. So like, how do you just pull this stuff out of thin air? Like the way I I think about it. The last uh, Beatle album, I love the Beatles. No. I know everybody else hates it here, but I don't care. But they have like a nine-hour documentary, which if you're a Beatle hater, you, uh, you will skip right past. Oh, my yes. God. You want to get info out of me? Try <laughs> make and you watch, make that? watch this. It's yeah. torture. And you can't yeah. understand them because they're all cockney and, you know, it's, they have to have the subtitles and everything. <laughs> but once, like, it, it's all a jumbled mess and there's drama and everybody's fighting and two of the Beatles quit. But then they oh, rejoin yeah? the band and then, like, they finally get their crap together and they start finally just jamming and it just, like... It's it's like oh here's let it be it just came out of thin air you're welcome it's it's just one of the f- most fascinating processes to me one of my favorite things and I know this might sound ridiculous to some people okay first of all do you all remember there was a show Dallas you know back in the seventies eighties and then no. they, my my great grandma watched okay. it I've never heard well, of it okay that, oh you should you're a Dallas Cowboys fan yes but newly I jumped hello. teams from the Redskins to the Dallas Cowboys uh, in 2019 because right. they changed their name and everything you have homework you have to Google anyway Jr <laughs> who shot Jr but they they recreated it in modern day like somewhere in the mid 2000s and so um, the the ranch South Fork Ranch where they filmed it is still out there in Plano, Texas. And one of my trips to Texas, I'm like, yeah, I want to take a tour of this. And this is my favorite moment because I veered off where I shouldn't go. And my husband was on the lookout for me because they had the TV set there. But they weren't, they were at a moment where they're not filming. And I was able to go on set inside one of the houses. That's cool. You're not supposed to. And it was amazing. Really? Yeah, I'm standing there in this house and I'm like, I see this on TV. So, like, I know everything that all the props and, of course, everything's real. But it was just fascinating to, like, be on that set. And you could see. So, obviously, when you're watching it, you're not seeing the behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. I am just seeing all the equipment, you know, how it's all set up, the different cameras. I mean, it was so cool. I loved that. And each set has their, like, very own smell. Like, if you, like oh, I, went wow. to, uh, I went to New York City last year, and I went into the, uh, the, uh, the Rockefeller Center and 30 Rock, where they have, like, all the NBC shows and everything. And I, I almost got into Saturday Night Live, but I was, uh, I was asking the guard, like, hey, is this the line for Saturday Night Live? And he's like, yeah, it would be if it was Saturday. <laughs> I was asking on Monday. Oops. So it was, like, a, it was, yeah, a, it was one of the funny. other shows. But anyways, <laughs> you, when you go in those buildings, it's like you're smelling history. Like, you go into, yeah. like, I bet when you went on that set, you were like, uh-huh. oh, JR was... What was here, yes. and I can I can be in this place where they were, and it, the, I'm smelling what they smelled at that time. Exactly, it's kind of yeah, stupid. See, I've never been that. on a set like that. Oh, now was that while you were staying out there? You took a you, t- you flew out a plane like almost every weekend to go. Yeah, out my to husband Texas? and I, we, yeah, had a commuter marriage at the time, and he was fixing all the zoos in Texas, and so we would oh we go gallivanting all over Texas, and um, 
uh, he was mainly in the Austin area fixing those zoos, but, you know, Dallas was only like three hours from there, not a big deal. Okay. So we would ride out there and do all kinds of different things. Right out? Did you fly out there or did you drive? No, I would fly to Austin. Okay. And then my husband and I would drive all over Texas doing different things. And one of the things I wanted to do, I'm like, babe, I mean, obviously not on the top of his list at all, but because he's a good husband and he loves me and he knows how much I loved that show, he's like, all right, we'll go take a tour of South Fork. Oh, man. Speaking of flying out to places like Texas, we have a Scares in the Airs update. Attendants getting punched, doo-doo smeared on walls and airplanes, people not getting their peanuts. Oh, my peanuts! <laughs> I know. It's just a wiggle stop, but we're still going for some reason. It's oh, just, there, there we go. I got I got trigger happy and hit the button a few seconds oh. early. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to time that out. The engine kind of still sputters once you crash. It's it's it's, it's legit. Yeah, yeah, a little more fun things behind the scene. There's three buttons for scares in the air. So you hit the first one, then you got to hit the second one and the third one. <laughs> Jesus Lord, correctly. can't you combine those? Yeah, you could. <laughs> could. But they went flow as well. Yeah, you gotta uh, you gotta have that control. Be like, yeah, okay, sure here, now, yeah. now, and now. <laughs> yep. So maybe some some of you guys heard this. The story I believe came out yesterday. It's a, a from Alaska Airlines. There's a passenger who's accused of stabbing a fellow passenger on the flight to Las Vegas. It was from Seattle to Las Vegas. I did not hear about this. Well, well, it is a flight to Vegas. So you're pre-gaming. Things are bound to get rowdy. Not like that. But aren't, aren't, isn't there TSA for a reason to maybe get sharp objects off the person so they can't do such a thing? Oh, that's the crazy thing about the story. It says the man was arrested and now faces an assault charge according to... To, we don't care about them. That wasn't highlighted. Don't worry about that. His name is Julio <laughs> Lopez, and he was taken into custody following an Alaskan Airlines flight that headed from Seattle to Las Vegas. And he, the weapon he used, it wasn't even a dangerous weapon. What the dude did was he bundled up some regular pens, and he put it in like a hair pretty, you know, like a hair tie. Hair tie oh. And yeah. he made a prison-style shank with oh the pen. So he might have had some experience fashioning yeah. such a, 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 a utensil to do some stabbing. Good doesn't Lord. say they had any experience on it, but he says that um, <laughs> the assault with a dangerous <laughs> weapin after investigators found a bundle of pens Oh, and a rubber band, according to a, a court documents. In the picture, it doesn't oh, look not like a rubber, rubber band. band. It looked like a hair beret. You can't okay. have a rubber band on a flight. Yeah. <laughs> so, the FBI accused Lopez of trying to stab another passenger in the eye after Jesus. he began punching him and hitting the victim, who was sitting across the aisle from him as well was a, when he was getting up to go to the trip to the restroom. Oh. And then he, the guy also was so violent when he was trying to stab this guy he also, the guy sitting there getting stabbed had his oh. wife and kids there, and oh. the wife tried to protect the kid oh. and was getting beat up on as well. Oh, this oh. is awful. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about them like calling dibs on the toilet, but that now yeah, it's just dark. No, this no. is really so, awful. Both the victim's wife and another passenger yelled at Lopez to stop. That same passenger also reported seeing blood everywhere and Ew. noted that a pen and tape bundle dropped during the incident. So no one can get this wait, right. Wait, 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 what, what, why did this guy do this? What, what made him upset? that the other man was getting up to go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. So this was where it gets be- good. So Mr. Lopez. Or bad. Yeah. Either way, he got on the plane and thought that the person that he went to go stab was a member of the mafia. 
So in his own cuckoo head, oh, he wow. thought this guy was part of the mafia. But it's even worse is after he got arrested and after the plane landed, this happened a half hour before the plane was about to land, um, he told them that he thought he was part of the cartel. Oh, so wow. he's just making things up. He's, he's never mental. met the guy before. He's yeah. mental. I think so. Oh. So he's, I would say, you know, I know how they scan us, you know, to make sure we don't get certain things on a plane. I was going to say, is there a short little mental test they could do? But then I'd probably never be allowed to yeah. fly. So never mind. Well, it says, <laughs> according to the FBI, the suspect told federal air marshals that he felt the mafia had been chasing him for the last few months. Wow. He also admitted to never seeing the victim before, but planned on attacking and killing him, telling the FBI that he believed the man was part of the cartel. Jesus. So he can't get his story straight between the mafia and the cartel. That's because it was the cartel. Cartel and the cartel's covering it up because this is straight out of an episode of Ozark. I'm telling oh, you, like, isn't Ozark so good? It is so oh, yeah. damn oh, good. I love it. Gosh. So I am super late to the party. I just binged like <laughs> the first season, and I'm, I'm now in the beginning of season two. Oh god, it gets better and better. I, I can believe that because there is rarely a show that makes me stumped. Like I can call out who's done it, where it's gonna happen, yeah. why things oh. led to this place. Oh. And Breaking Bad was one of those shows that broke that mold for me because everything just became predictable. And I, I just hate being Nostradamus and being able to predict all these things. I'm not saying I'm any better than anyone else. It's just, you can see through things and you can follow storylines. And if you know, because th a lot of this stuff is copy and paste, but Breaking Bad paved the way for a show like Ozark to go even more mm -hmm. oh. down the rabbit hole of gangsters and lies and murder and cover-ups and all this stuff. And so Ozark being the show uh, with Jason Bateman, he's a, a money launderer and that he's sent out by the Mexican, uh, the second best Mexican drug cartel um, <laughs> to go launder millions of dollars in this podunk town in Ozark. And uh, it, it's just, it's the most juiciest, grittiest, m murderous show. And there's, Instances like this like happen on a plane in that show where it's like, oh, yeah, we had no idea because they're covering it up. But they yeah. had to get rid of this guy because he was some sort of player in, in the scheme of things and he was messing up or he was an informant. I bet he was an informant for the FBI. <laughs> I, I, this is kind of like disrespectful because the guy had kids and wife right sure. next to him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I but I'm just. Painting parallels because that shows just it just reminded mind. you of the yeah. show. Yeah, I knew I knew once you'd watch it and give it a chance, you would fall in love with it. And like the, the minute I found out that you liked it, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, because there's a scene that I, to this day I'm like, whoa, blown away by it. And it, it happens in a later season, and I'm like, oh, I gotta shut my mouth until he gets there. And <laughs> oh, I just I can't because when you're talking about how yeah. things are unexpected. <laughs> There are so many unexpected things to come, and there's one that will definitely surprise you. I mean, go oh, that that show is so good. To peel the curtain back a little bit, Kyle and I were talking about this yeah. new story, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds like Ozark." So we kind of <laughs> like pre-planned this bit a little bit, but it yeah. was it's still relevant because uh, that's that's like exactly how we we experience. And and Kyle started saying, "Oh, yeah," and when the whole family dies, I'm like, uh, "Wait, no, <laughs> I, was, I don't know what." I didn't say anything about anybody dying. Uh, yeah, you started to, and uh, you started pointing to the exact family, and I knew exactly who you were talking about. The other reason I like it so much is because, you know, this is, like, true to life, right? Like, yeah. it, this and, stuff 
is happening somewhere. How, you said you're in season two, Brandon? I'm at the beginning of season oh, two. Oh, so yeah, so it gets real he's good. Shat. He has no idea. Zipping. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for him, though. Yep. And I'm also envious because you're always looking for something really good to binge watch. Yep. You what, run out of things on your list. And, I can't wait yeah. for the next thing because it, it's rare that a show like a Breaking Bad or an Ozark or a Better Call Saul like, makes me tingle in, in the happy places to, to go and watch. <laughs> and, and I'm still not sure... I like the finale, the the ending of the show. So I'm going to be curious to see how you feel about it. I've actually, I think I might watch that last, the finale again, because it, I don't know, be, because of the show and then the way it ends. You're, ah, yeah, we got this email right here to uh, RAD at radradio.com from a, God damn it, it's a Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I don't even know why I'm reading your email. Kyle Jesus doesn't like Tyler. Christ, I don't. No, but he's writing in. It's topical. Right. He says, wait, 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 wait. Is Brando actually on the Ozark train? Choo-choo. I distinctly remember him bad-mouthing it years ago and not being able to be willing to give it a chance. Exactly. What happened, Brando? I opened yeah. my mind, and uh, I ran out of shows to watch. And I had time to kill while watching a puppy grow in front of Aww. me. And it just happened to be a perfectly rainy weekend. And, uh, you know, to all credit where credit's due, uh, my fiance Nicole got me to watch it because she said, Yay! oh, it's so good. And I kept saying, no, it's Breaking Bad light. It's oh, just the, it's no. just another Breaking Bad. And so we ended up watching a couple episodes. I was like, okay, yeah. And what really drew me in, and this is the stupidest thing, is the opening sequence to that show. Like there's usually like a cold open with like one scene, but then there's no. like black screen and then there's like a O for Ozark. And then there's like a, a X in the middle that makes like a, a scope. And then there's little symbols in it. And it gives you teasers of what's going to happen. Yes, that's them. what I love about I those love symbols. That. That's so they cool. make sense to the whole episode you're going to watch. Because then you get to try yes. to put it together and it's not what you think <laughs> oh. at all whatsoever. Okay, so you're making me want to watch it all over again. Oh, tingles. <laughs> Spider wrote in, says, so glad you're enjoying the Ozark, Brandon. It's really great. One of my all-time favorite TV shows ever. For sure. Jason does such a good job. Well, they all do. Ruth, Julia Gardner is incredible, and it's well done. I'm, I'm glad you're watching it, man. Like, it was yeah. actually one of my favorite TV shows, too. I've been watching it during COVID because there's nothing else to do. So it was Tiger King and then Ozark. Yeah, and J- J- sorry, Don, uh, but Jason Bateman is is known as like a comedic actor. You know, yeah. like Horrible, Horrible Bosses, Identity Thief, all those all those comedic roles. And so he, good. So he had his hand so deep into the production of the show that he wanted to make it known that, you know, when people tune into this show, it's not a comedy. So, you know, they were really strict about how they made the, the story flow. But there are little bits it's like little uh, pressure releases because things can get really dark and really intense. And oh, like yeah. there's one scene with a baby, uh, a preacher takes to the water oh. and it's like you're thinking like he's going to do the worst. He, he I'm not going to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen the Ozark, but there, it's like a baby in water. And it's like this guy is like not knowing what to do with his baby. Um, and Bateman actually directed this this episode. Um, but he he makes sure to like put little pressure releases of comedy like throughout it where it's like okay because clearly with like what's her name the uh, curly haired girl um, oh, yeah I love yeah. her oh she, my gosh Ruth, Ruth so thank good. you she Ruth. is the one who's like really got that 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 comedy angle um, but it's good that they have that because man it could go to a dark place like that baby episode. she even like that whole her life and all her stuff yeah, to come it's crazy. It, it could get dark but that was like Jason Bateman it was I don't even know if he's won awards for this or not but I mean he sells it there's, there's no he, he, I going into it, that was a little bit of my concern because I'm used to him in much different roles, and he sells it so well. Yep, he's Be, heard, yeah, he does dark. He does an amazing job. Yeah. And 
Close this out. Anthony says, Ozark started out so good, but the last season was a pile of, oh, yeah, see, you'll have to find out, Brandon. Yeah, that's that's the in the ear of the beholder. Yeah, Isn't that what you said, is. Don, recently? No, it's in the e- <laughs> eye of the, ear of the person. <laughs> that's right. The, it's in the eye of the beholder. I, I, I know, I realize that shows that close, uh, like a hard close like that, there's no continuation. People get upset because like, oh, I want more. Shows need to end sometimes. Yeah. And you got to close out the story. Sorry, Kyle. I know we're running. Yep. I was going to say, speaking of coming to a close, this segment's going to come to a close. <laughs> and we have a game to play, which is Treble Trouble. So let's play Treble Trouble right now. You're going to win a one-month membership to Rad TV at members that Rod... Uh, at members.radradio.com, and you'll be qualified to win one of 10 pairs of top-tier tickets to see Sticks Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one winner snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. We'll play you a three-second song clip, and you give us the title of that song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title... Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. Phone number is 888-989-9811 for Treble Treble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's still CAD Radio for a little bit longer, not too much longer. I'm going to be passing this back over to Brandon here shortly for you guys. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to be honest. No, you are doing good. My husband gives you a high five. Oh, thank you. That's scary. (laughs) Yes, that's scary. We love Just Gary. that husband. <laughs> not, not the other three. Oh. One of the other three. Man. Oh, man. All right, we got this email to red at radradio.com from Veronica. Hey, Veronica. She says, Kyle did an excellent job with the segue to Scares in the Air, and Brandon, you're doing great with no question mark. Oh, is Veronica the one who was like, Brandon, you're doing great? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think that was the way I read it. Yeah. That was, yeah. Gotcha. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I love you, Don. Thank you for all the entertainment this morning, you guys. No Aww. problem, Veronica. Then we got this from a Brian. Oh, come on. Not a Brian. Damn, Brian. I love CAD radio. Bad is still good, but I love Kyle stumbling through the show. He is the best. <laughs> Thanks, the best Brian. Stumbler? Yeah, I was struggling. <laughs> I think Brad Radio might take the win with that. Damn. <laughs> and we got this email from Eric. Hi, Eric. He says Ozarks is a great show, and uh, the characters develop especially well with Ruth, and she was Oof. amazing. Yeah. The entire series is really good. All right, so then maybe season three isn't as bad as what their last letter writer was telling yeah. us. I mean, it's just the last. The, the, the last episode was there only three seasons because I don't remember. Four. Okay, Four. so it's just it, the finale, the season, the series finale. Mm. I wasn't eh, uh, on the ending. But ha- has the the lawyer lady been introduced yet? Of it's the of the mobster, yeah. I mean of the yeah, of yeah. the main cartel guy. Okay, the yeah, real see you next Tuesday. She, yeah, yeah, she's good though, and nice. it gets better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just hang in there, <laughs> so Brandon. <many> things. <laughs> and then we got this email from Philip. Hey, Philip says, Kyle, you're doing great. Keep it up. But you do look freakishly large up there compared to Rob and Brandon. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. so tall. Yeah, and then he goes on a little sidetrack. He goes. 
I remember early in the week that you were talking about your daughter being a picky eater, Brandon. I wanted to share something that worked for me. Okay. My kid is super picky and loves mac and cheese for every meal. But we changed things up when I let her pick one meal a week. I take her with me Mm -hmm. and we go grocery shopping and she gets so excited about it. And then she helps me cook everything for dinner. And since she's the chef. She then has to taste everything every time we have it. Yep. She's still a little picky, but she has a lot more items that she can choose from and loves that she has finally tried them. Plus, it's a great opportunity to build a good relationship with her. We're now a lot closer than we were before Aww. because we share this event together almost every day. Yes. She's, a long- yeah, she's a little younger than your daughter. But it has worked wonders. Hope this helps from Phil. Yeah, that's sweet. That's a great idea, and thank you for suggesting. And honestly, I, I'm so glad that it brought you two together, a little closer together, and also that she's more uh, adventurous with food, especially when she, you know, she's the chef. She has to taste everything. That's so true. Yeah. Going to the grocery store, picking out the items, like they know what's in it. They're they're putting it all together, so they can't have that question like, Ooh, "What's that? Yeah. I, I want to pick through it." But and so I, I have done a form of that. We got the kids' cookbook. We tell her to pick one recipe a week, and it went even as far as uh, you will help cook this meal, the one you pick, and uh, it'll you'll you'll be making dinner for all of us. And so it's worked. Oh, it, we're still that. easing into it because she is still picky. I think over time we'll keep applying that that method and she'll uh, she'll be eating everything that we like eventually and i just love that idea in general getting the kids involved in the kitchen because i just think it's such a beautiful place to bond it is. just so many it's just it's so much more about the cooking that there's so much going on in there yeah, that, yeah the that's conversation everything the best bonding moments i've ever had in my life yeah. was with in the, with the family in the kitchen yep. because those who are in the kitchen and cooking together were talking the most smack about everybody else <laughs> and it was just the best time it certainly is oh, man. <laughs> get to trouble 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 all right, you're gonna be uh if you win, you're gonna get a one month membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And also, you're qualified to win one of 10 pair of tickets, uh, top-tier tickets, to see Sticks at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, including one lucky winner snagging upfront tickets to the show on February 27th. Caller 18 on the phone. We have... Are they, oh, they're out of order again. Okay. Well, you, they go in, you go in the order that, that they're numbered. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So the phone doesn't really matter. No, okay. well, it does because you got to use it, but you just read the numbers and you just go in that order. And I know it looks silly because of the sixth line, all that stuff. You oh just, 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 just follow the numbers. Yeah, all right. Well, we got number 18 with a Joey or Joy. It's a Joy. 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 Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, and caller 19. <laughs> we have David. Good morning, David. Hi, David. Good morning. Hey, good morning. All right. Wait, is he there? Yeah, he's there. Okay. Can you guys hear him? David? Yeah, good morning. Okay. All right, good morning. Cool. All Dave's right. not here. <laughs> yeah. And then caller 20, we have Evan. Hello. Hello. Okay, what happens if you completely mess up and you hang up on 18 and 19? It's a technical uh, difficulty, <laughs> force majeure, 
or force may Kyle finger. I'm, I'm laughing at your face. Uh, it's okay. It, it happens. It, it happens yeah. to all of us. You know, just 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 let it brush off your shoulder. We yep. got two callers still on the line. It happens. All right. Well, Evan's going to be the only one guessing right now. So <laughs> we only have one. We only have one. Oh no. <laughs> all right. We'll just talk. So, we're going to have to play that one more time because you got to give the clue. And uh, yeah, before you oh get the play number. It's okay, Kyle. Yeah, it's yeah, okay, it's Kyle. Okay. Yeah. Deep so, breath, yeah. buddy. This is how you learn. This is how you learn. All right, Evan. Well, here's your clue. We have a techno thriller. So we have a techno thriller song from 1983. And it's a must know if you want to win the tickets. Machine I'll give it to you one more time, okay? Machine, oh my, All right, Evan, Roboto. what do you think it is? Say Mr. one more time. Roboto. Mr. Roboto? Yep, there we go. Yeah! I was on the pins and needles <laughs> yeah. right there. Oh, 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 yeah, hit the other one. I promise I'm going to get better at this. You will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to be, like, perfect at it at first. No. That would be strange. No, right? more of that judgingness <laughs> with Brandon hitting me hard with the humble pie, for sure. But, yes, it's oh, the man. 1983 hit Mr. Roboto by the one and only Sticks. See, the cool thing about this, honestly, where I really look up to you and Brandon is that you guys learned how to do this where there's like uh, the the biggest day part ever in the morning. right? Mm -hmm. And there's so many people listening. Where back in my day, you were put on at midnight. You know, no one's listening. Oh, my God. You're midnight to five in the morning. You could you could mess up what you're going to do. But who's hearing it two people you know? exactly. like, no. you guys it's amazing because it's like it's definitely higher level for sure and it was yeah. weird because i was originally in another lifetime i was being um trained to kind of take over an overnight's position and apply for one yeah and then that was when i was reached out to come on this show and they throw me on the number one morning spot <laughs> i didn't yeah. think i was gonna have a microphone in front of me and yeah. but don't they all record that stuff now where if it's overnights everything's recorded yeah. where we were live yes. you know no, you and were like live messing up no you get to pre-record oh your show mm -hmm. you say 20 to 30 seconds of whatever you're going to talk oh, about geez. you can't really go over a minute a minute and 20 seconds otherwise they get mad at you or whatever so that'd be hard the timing part yeah yeah yeah, yeah so kyle uh Great job, honestly. I yeah. I know that it, it feels really stressful out there. Um, just let it roll off your shoulder. Yeah, you did great. So <laughs> with that, we have our final qualifier for the Sticks Grand Prize drawing. For uh, so all these winners that we've had over the two weeks, we're going to uh, add them all up into the bucket, and uh, we're going to draw ten names during the beginning of the next segment, and the tenth person that we draw will be upgraded to the um front seats they're all Woo! great seats they're all premier tickets so you're right there on the on the, the floor right in front of them but the premier seats you're going to be able to feel that sticks juice all over you <laughs> within the first five rows or whatever so uh the congratulations to all those who are qualified and uh, we'll be contacting those names uh individually to let them know that they won Yep, fair enough. And then last, right before we played the contest, we were talking about your daughter being a little bit of a picky eater, and we oh, had the letter yes. writers write in and say 
how they cook with their daughter in the kitchen and it bonds them closer together and it makes them want to try more food and not become such a picky eater anymore. Yeah, because they could see what's in it and they get them more involved. Yep, yep. So I think that'll be a good intro or a good segue into some food news. Oh. Now you got to let me know because I don't know where the food news button is on here. Uh, it, it, just, it doesn't say food intros news. on the main page. <laughs> yeah, intros. I'm in there. I'm in there. It's a, it's a second page. Second. Oh, there's a second Number page. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun. Fun. There we go. Food Damn. brings the people together, both in good times and in bad weather. Sharing a meal, sharing a laugh, raise a glass. It's a simple pleasure we all have. Food, our glorious food, it nourishes my soul and mood. We're now serving News about food. Food news. <laughs> so we are in the middle of Lent. Does everybody oh. remember that? Oh, yeah. I, I, I've only known Lent to be the, the time of right before Easter. And it's around. it starts around the same time as Ash Wednesday. So everybody's got the cross on their head. And it's it's not like a, a cigarette ash. It's actually meaningful. Like it's palm. It's it's a palm ash, right? Yeah. That they get on their, their heads if you're believers. Right. Maybe um, Catholics do that. Okay, gotcha. Uh, maybe other denominations do it. I'm sorry. I just, I'm, you know, recovering Catholic, but always a Catholic. Mm-hmm. So I know we for sure. So part yeah. of Lent, it goes from February 14th to March 28th. Right. It's Good Friday. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, Ash Wednesday to Good Friday. And you, oh. so you can't eat meat on certain days for those 40 days or Jesus will hate you, essentially, right? Is that how it goes? Uh, yeah. Down? How does that work? Because I know some people can eat some things, but then not I, others as well. I think it's a Catholic thing mm-hmm. where it was fish on Fridays yeah. and not meat. And it might only have been, this is a long time, folks, I'm sorry, maybe a, an active Catholic can call or write in or whatever, but I feel... I I I want to say I remember my sister having the calendar on her fridge because my nieces went to Catholic school and always Friday they were like fish Friday now maybe that in general was always a fish Friday but I some I somehow in my mind think it was attributed to Lent season mm-hmm. I know for sure on Good Friday you weren't supposed to eat any meat but i don't know if it's throughout the whole lent season lent season on a friday so the yeah. 40 days of lent don't include sundays and the number 40 recalls the 40 days jesus christ spent fasting in the desert preceding the crucifixion yep. christian follow jesus example and dedicate the lenten season so to fasting prayer and alms giving because jesus died on a friday fasting on fridays allows the faithful to commemorate his passion to death and for the reason why we can why they can only those who, who believe and, and practice this can eat fish is uh, some suggest Christians began fasting from meat because it wasn't as accessible as fish in the Mediterranean world and abstaining meant foregoing a luxury. Although others propose that Christians don't eat warm blooded animals on Fridays because of the bloodshed of the crucifixion, which happened on Good Friday. Meanwhile, others propose that Christians eat seafood to call to mind the biblical miracles about Jesus feeding crowds with fish. And oh. some people are always like, why is it Good Friday? When that's when he died, because it's good that he died for our sins. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, it was more about the the symbolism behind it all. Right. Yeah. Um. So can can we eat chicken during Lent? Yes. You can't. Okay. Well, so you can't eat chicken on Fridays during Lent, but I, chicken broth is used in cooking, and it's acceptable. I I don't know all this food stuff. You never really did Lent. Don't. You oh, didn't okay. participate in it. Yes, but not to this degree. Oh. I, you know, I I don't know a lot of people that literally follow everything Brandon just said. Too. I mean, you're like a real, real faithful 
person and follower, mm-hmm. you know, to to really get the food list out and follow that. So if you yeah. don't follow it correctly, can you just go into the booth and ask for forgiveness then? Is that <laughs> yeah, how I, it works? I, I guess with Catholics, yeah. But I, I think in general, Jesus isn't too concerned yeah. about if you're following the food stuff or not. I think that's something that we put on ourselves. <laughs> Oh, so they won't yeah. get they won't get uh, four Hail Marys and seven <laughs> Rosemary bushes. Do you know the last time I went to confession? So confession usually you you go into a confessional, and if you're not Catholic, you've at least seen it on movies. Oh, yeah. And so you're not seeing the priest. You're you're side by side. You're in one booth or another booth. They started doing it to where you walk in the room and he's right there in front of you. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not looking yeah. at you. Telling you all my sins. Fair enough. It's nerve wracking. We're getting distracted. Isn't this supposed to be food news? What are we talking yeah, about being well, in a yeah, confessional exactly. booth? Because there's certain <laughs> foods that we that we can eat, and uh, during this season, there are a lot of uh, uh, food joints that will capitalize and and cater to those who have. Uh, you know, dietary restrictions based on their faith. Um, but before I go on to the certain stores that have some some juicy details about what foods they are serving, um, you can actually eat frog legs during Lent because, oh, because they're yeah. cold-blooded reptiles. Oh, they're good, too. Tibians join okay. fish on the list of animals you can eat during Lent. So go ahead and add turtle soup, frog, fried frog legs, and alligator fingers to Friday oh, menu. <laughs> we got this email really quick from Adam. Hey, Adam. Says, yes, you may only have fish and shellfish on Fridays through Lent season. Yeah, and, okay, uh, okay. and other cold-blooded animals like frogs and uh So I was <laughs> remembering the kids' calendar on the fridge correctly because mm. they hated Fridays during Lent. Uh, See, I love this. It'd be Sushi yeah. Friday for me every week on Lent. Yeah, but at school, you know, it's like some weird fish. Yeah, I guess that's weird. It's probably like some gross <laughs> tilapia or cod. Unless it's a good fish stick, fish. Oh. right? Like a good fish stick where it's so mm. fried. Yep. And then the meat is just kind of just stuck to the breading on the inside. Oh. Like there's more of the breading, right? Yeah, that's a good old. And you know what makes it even better? It's a little, right, like freezer burn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like the those, little tartar sauce in there. Yeah, those, yeah. those. I don't know. Is it Lee and something? The guy with the yellow hat, the yeah, fisherman. Fisherman, yeah. grotto, yeah. fisherman. I don't, I don't know, know what it's called, but I know yeah. the package. You can see it. Yeah, you, yep. if you look at the package, you know what's inside the package. It's Those fish Those fish sticks are so good. So good. Those are the things that I will eat with ketchup. I feel like yeah. they used to have a really good, like, catchy, like, jingle to their commercial. Well, now we got to look it up. Yeah, yeah I'm not like, or something. That was a terrible example. See, I think I'd make it through Lent quite a bit. I don't, because you can't have any red meat. You can only do meat on Fridays. And if it's fish or selfish, man, I am all about the oysters. And I love sushi so much. I could yeah. eat raw fish almost every meal eh. of every day if I could. Yeah, I love sushi where it's cooked shrimp, cooked crab. So it's not sushi. It's a crab bait. Right, exactly. But have you tried the raw fish? <laughs> have you ever had like a pepper fin? I, I, ugh. Ugh. What do you mean? Ugh. Ugh. Is it the texture no. or is it yeah. the taste? It's the texture, the taste. No bueno. No? No, no. no. Oh, there's not. What about like uh-uh. octopus? You ever had octopus? She wouldn't like that because it's even more weird of a texture. It's, it's a little chewy, but. Rubbery. It is. I would try it, but. I'm pro- I, I would I would imagine I'm not gonna like it. So uh-huh. so Gordon's is the the fish stick company that we're thinking of with the, yeah. the fisherman with the yellow hat. And here's the jingle from 1988. <laughs> oh man, I got like octopus. Who fishes only the deepest Arctic waters? Who's always bringing you something new like these home style baked fillets? Who tops them with creamy cheddar and Parmesan cheeses and big chunks of veggies? <laughs> Who also bakes them with crispy breadcrumbs and rich garlic butter? That's part. Once your family takes a taste, 
He'll figure it out. Introducing home-style baked fillets, only from Gordon's. Dress the Gordon's fisherman. That's it. Perfect for lunch. <laughs> those, yeah. Those 90s commercials just take you right back. Oh, there, my man. God. They do. Oh, oh, the so, 90s. Yes, so, so Carl's Jr. and uh, Hardee's, for those of you who live on the uh, east side of the country, uh, they have a panko breaded fish sandwich. Mm. It's a returning item oh. to their menu. Uh, yeah, you can get me with panko breaded anything. Really. I love panko <clears throat> breaded, but I want to make that fish at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like panko at all my sushi rolls, too. You can also add alligator, beaver, and capybara because they're all cold-blooded. Um <laughs> Eating a beaver. I'll eat a beaver. Beaver's cold blooded. Damn, I'll go down on a beaver anytime. Oh, right down it. to the tail. Jesus. We're talking about animals, Dawn. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so I, I, that we just that was just a, a, a whole setup so that we could talk about beavers and eating uh, cold blooded <laughs> stuff. Oh, well done. Um, but, but I was genuinely curious <laughs> about what, what Lent was all about. Uh, because I just, I didn't really, I've never really dug that deep into it because I i don't have any Catholics in my life. Yeah, I like, I don't really concentrate too much on the food stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I really respect people that do. I just really try and do like the reflection and the meaning of the season and and read, you know, the Bible leading up to um, Good Friday and then when Jesus, you know, rises again. And sorry, I okay, don't want to okay, so, get too so bible okay. for people. I, I know nothing about it. I have a yeah. Catholic grandma, but I, I, I don't go to church. Well, this is not so, just This is Christianity. Oh, yeah. really? So yeah. Lent is all throughout Christianity? All it's throughout not just, Christianity. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Okay. So. Not every, and, 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 but I think that Catholics definitely took it on in, in, a, in a different way and more of a, not a different way. Uh, I think a lot of people, when they think of Lent, they think of Catholics. Yes. But... All Christians, this is a special and precious time because it leads up to Jesus's death and resurrection. And and all Christians, um, no matter your denomination of Christianity, believe the same thing about Jesus. Gotcha. So, so do you yeah. have to give up? And how I thought it went down was you find something that um, is a little gluttonous in your life, That's and you Catholic. give you give it up, yeah. whether it be food or yeah. something else. It doesn't well, matter. Not like food, you don't want to give up food for forty days. Okay, I mean, well, I like know a, Jesus did, but right. yeah, yeah, but uh, not like a specific food item. As opposed yeah. to an, you can also give up an activity of some yeah, like sort, when right? kids, yeah, and so like that's definitely I I've only known that with Catholics because growing up Catholic that we would give up something for Lent, and kids, you're like, yeah, they can give up something. Oh, the kids. Not as serious, right? Chocolate or, you know, but adults, you try to do that. Oh, I'm going to not have chocolate or I'm going to. But you want to do something that is more of a sacrifice because of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So something that's actually hard for you to do. So it is Lent season, um, but this item might not be on the Lent menu for a lot of uh, folks who believe. Uh, But it is the uh, it's the Lunar New Year in uh, China. So they've rolled out a new latte at Starbucks. Oh, it's a new pork flavored latte specifically for the new uh, the new year. It's not on the menu here, though. It's only in China. But, oh, but does this? But does this sound good at all? No. To you? Pork latte. What's in the pork latte exactly? Uh, it's it's called the Abundant Year Savory Latte. And if you're thinking, well, coffee and bacon aren't what that, that weird together. That's not what this is. It's espresso and steamed milk mixed with a pork flavored sauce, normally oh. reserved for Chinese food. No. Then no. they top no. it with more pork sauce and no. add a thin silver sliver of pork as a garnish. They don't know how to drink coffee over there, do they? No. So well, str- no, I don't know about that. 
We come up Sauce. with some weird concoctions. Some palates are different in other regions of the world. Yeah. Um, and Starbucks describes the flavor as interesting and unexpected. Oh, that means it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm oh, gonna, my God. I'm going to assume it's disgusting. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think they're buying it. All right. They're also probably going, this is disgusting. I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I, I'm weird. I don't even know if I'd try that. All right. All right, moving on. All right, we got a contest coming up, right, Brandon? Uh, you know what? We're going to do the drawing. The We're going to do the drawing uh, off the air, and we'll we'll contact the winners individually. Because drawing, like, 10 names is... It's not that great of radio. Even though we are we are doing like a crash course in radio today, yeah, I think we it would are. be best to do the, the drawing offline. Yeah. Do you agree, Don? Yeah, that's not entertaining. Yeah, so we'll right. do that off the air, and we will contact you them. if you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll contact you directly when we've done the drawing. So uh, good luck. All right. Well, I'm passing the captain's chair back off to Mr. Brandon. We're gonna swap spots on you guys, and stay tuned. Hey, Kyle. Good job, Kyle. Yay. <laughs> Rob, anybody, and Don. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? So we were talking about Lent in the previous segment, and uh, Kyle and I were just kind of looking for some clarification because we always thought it was like giving up something, and we weren't really clear on the fish thing. And so Dawn was kind enough to uh, share her knowledge on it, and we uh, we found out that we can also eat some very interesting things like uh, alligator fingers, uh, (laughs) turtles. Uh, and Beaver. uh, beavers, and uh, you know, I, I, I love a good beaver, oh, me too, especially oh. when it's nice and juicy and just, just ripe for the taking, yep. um, fresh out of the water, dripping wet. Oh, good, good times, damn. Uh, so <laughs> I, so we actually had to do a, a quick switch to from captain chair to producer's chair because I let Kyle do a quick uh crash course on, on uh, how to host the show in the middle of this. Lots of crashing. Fun. It's okay. No, no. Uh, so, it's all a part of it. So we've got some response to our uh, to our uh, previous segment with Lent. We got this emailed rad at radradio.com from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. I am also a recovering Catholic like Dawn, and what I remember is no meat on Fridays from Ash Wednesday until Easter. We covered that. Yeah, and you're that's all, right. It is till Easter. And you're yeah. also supposed to give something up for the 40 days of Lent. For example, chocolate, coffee, or nicotine. Aww. So stuff that's like a, like a habit like Kyle was alluding to. The other thing I was remembering, if you're really strict into it and i double checked it because i was like oh am i remembering this right abstinence like i mean like even if you're boo right i mean obviously they want that if you're not if you're not married period right like it should be abstinence but like even if you i don't know if that's still a thing and um and the commercial break was over because i remember thinking that i started googling and it did show that but i'm like if they're married for the whole time abstinence or or because that that'd be quite a sacrifice or maybe not maybe maybe some of the couples are relieved yay we don't have to have sex okay. oh that's the saddest couple in the world who says that well maybe a tired couple maybe they're yeah. tired right? so sometimes it is nice to like like uh, refrain because when you jump back into the into the sack after you know, a couple weeks or something it's yeah. like whoa oh, where'd yeah, this yeah. come from yeah, it's yeah. all built up Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to find like any type of information about abstinence of sex, yeah, but you know, th- th- do do those uh, promise ring- rings really do? 
the work that they're supposed to do? Um, well, I will say my nieces were given those. Yeah. And one got pregnant. So So no. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> but did they they get but, married? Oh, uh, yeah, it actually turned oh. out beautifully. Oh, they got nice. married and actually, oh my gosh, their little baby who is now um, is she 18 already? She's a senior in high school. She graduates in a couple months. Oh, cool. And she's going off well, to college. So, yeah. I mean, and they had only known each other for a couple months. And we all were, like, freaking out. And the family were, like, everyone in the family was, like, we'll take the baby. We'll take the baby. Like, you've only known each other a couple of months. You're 19. <laughs> you know, in our minds, oh, this is yeah. never going to work. They yeah. just met. No. They got married. They're together to this day. And her husband uh, is just the best. That's He's a great, a real, yeah. Great story. Yeah, and it doesn't always work out that way, though, you know? The uh, and so, high school sweet the heart thing, yeah. you know, shotgun wedding forced into the situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, like on paper, it doesn't necessarily look good. But when no. it works out, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, you know? it is. Uh, so uh, we got to, well, I forgot these. Uh, Eric wrote in to uh, comment about having beaver for Lent because it's a cold-blooded animal. Uh, I, I love beaver, so yeah. I, I would have no problem having it for uh, in replacement to other red meat. It's got a little bit of a zing to it. Uh, uh, Eric says uh, beaver is the best when it's cream-filled. Good to know. I will try oh. a cream-filled beaver. Oh, my goodness. See, is it? should I stop talking about it like this close to the religious talk? Like, is it too... I, it's too perfect. close in the lane. No, no, you know, you do you. Okay. I mean, for me it is, but I don't make those decisions. Okay, I've got two for, more. I don't, I don't make those decisions for you personally, and I'm sure many people are enjoying that out there. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? But you're I, not. I, I don't. Pl- <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I am not enjoying it, and that's okay. Okay. I'm uh, not going to force my stuff on other people. Okay. That's not right, you know. So, so th- this is actually a factual email. I'm going to save the other dirty one because we kind of got all that out of our system, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron Anson <laughs> says they allowed eating beavers during Lent in the 1800s because of trapping for furs, and they have kind of scales on the tail of the beaver. Oh. I I never knew that. No. Like pr- is is a is a tail like a cactus? Like because you can eat cactuses, oh, right? Like true. the leaves. Yes. I wonder if they're yeah, like. Yeah. Nice and juicy Ew. on the inside. Yeah. I prefer my beaver without any fur or scales. Oh, okay, Kyle. Or right, if they're like right. a rib. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what do I so I go to confessional and then I get seven Hail Marys. Something. And then yeah. I get eight bunches of time. Right? <laughs> Uh, so Carolyn wrote in and she uh, to red at redreader.com and she says that she was caller 14 for the cash cow entry. Yes, we just uh, played the cash cow sounder over the Woo-hoo! last break. We got another qualifier. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Carolyn was not one of them. She says I was caller number 14 for the cash cow entry. So oh, close, but yes, so far away. Kyle, you're doing great. Keep up the awesome work and love you guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, th- that, I think we have might have one more in the next hour for you to uh, potentially hear the cash cow relieving himself in the toilet of the daily prize. And then we'll fish out that money that the uh, cash cow has deposited in said toilet. And we will, uh, if your name is drawn at the end of the day, uh, Lotus Communications will send you the name of, uh, send you the information on how you can claim your money. So they're going to be listening to after the live show and to our, what we call our classic segments. Yeah, in the 10 o'clock hour, we should have another sounder. So stay tuned right. to 1047 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento. Uh, and then we'll restart the whole thing again on Monday because this contest goes all the way until March where we will be doing the uh, the Cash Cow contest where every day you're going to have your chance to win $2,024. And I know we mentioned the Sacramento radio station, but you got to also be listening. If you're in Nevada, you have to be listening to the radio station there, 104.5 KDOT. Uh, the Dot. Yeah. 
Man, that's a that's a mouthful of a of a promo. It is, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. You didn't memorize all that, did you? Yeah. Or some of it you did. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I think once you start answering the calls and like giving the information to the to the qualifiers, you just memorize. You just it. memorize it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just a repetitive thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mackenzie is commenting about the uh, pork latte that Starbucks has released uh, in China. Yeah, Unfortunately, right. we can't get it here. Oh, so it's unfortunate. Got, it's in a it's a latte <laughs> with uh, pork sauce uh, in it, and then it's gross. got. Some, some foam and it's got a little pork sauce on top and then you put a little Gross. sliver of pork on top. Ah. Uh, it's, it's it's big in, in China. I think they said something like it, the Starbucks says that it's unexpected and interesting. Which like that the taste said means terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what's We're the, not going to like it. What's the sliver of pork? Is it bacon or is it just some slab of meat? Man, if it was, if it was bacon, I mean, I'd be good with it if it was bacon. But it, yes. what it is, it's likely... Is it's probably like those sliver of pork that you get at like a Mongolian barbecue. Ooh, okay, I mean that's because oh. it's thin, like thin yeah. slice. Just it's probably not... cooked though, not frozen and in a roll like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but but uh, I mean, at least that's a good cut of meat, just not in the coffee. Yeah, it'd be yeah. similar to bacon. Ugh. I, I don't know. I'd try it. I would try it, but I, I'm sure it would just be interesting. <laughs> Mackenzie says, "When I first heard this, I reacted poorly about the uh, about the pork latte, but there's bone broth bars all over the country. Maybe it's something like a creamy bone broth." Still skeptical though. Oh yeah, I have seen those bars. I haven't tasted one though. So they're like candy bars with that have made with broth. So okay, I do want a clarification. I've seen a bone broth bar. That's it. I've only seen it, and I'm assuming to me, it's like a beef beef jerky but softer. But is it indeed like a power bar? But there's bone broth in it. This is yeah, the first I'm time curious. I've ever heard of it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to try it. Uh, oh, we got this nice email from Kaylee. Hey, Kaylee. She says, Brandon, it's so crazy to see that you were once where Kyle was when having to run the show. You uh-huh. would be nervous and make those few mistakes because you are still learning. I don't know if you were as bad as Kyle. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I was thinking the same <laughs> no, thing. No, 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 it was just a funny. Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. it yeah, funny can be honest, too. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. that wasn't. Oh. Now you're the one calming Kyle and helping him get through running things. Thank Kyle, you. you're doing great. Everyone has to start somewhere. Yours just involves thousands of people listening and watching your every move. Exactly. I love you guys, and thanks for being part of my morning every day. Yes, even the weekends. Can you believe it? You got it bad. So to be honest, this wasn't nearly as bad as my first day serving tables. I moved to Hawaii, and I had lied on my resume to get the job I wanted because I didn't want to work in dish like dishes. I know. You wanted to start making tip money fast so I could at least pay my rent. Yeah, yeah, so I moved yeah. out there with a, with a little bit of money saved up, but not enough to survive for a long time. So I'm out there. I get this job at a grill that serves pasta. And, <laughs> and I start and I, I tell them like, oh, yeah, no, I've been serving for a while. I've worked at this restaurant, this restaurant. Not so much. Very minimal. And uh, they throw me to the fire and they give me my first night shift and it was a huge crash and burn. I I messed up like three different tables, had to have refunds. And night, that's usually the most busy. Yeah, and it was on Valentine's Day too. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, so they they needed me and I was was starting out with the lunch shifts and they give me this, um, the the first night they give me Valentine's night. They're like, let's just see what happens kind of thing. And I fumbled so hard and I remember feeling so embarrassed and the next morning morning i came in for the the other shift and they were like okay well clearly you lied on your resume and i was like caught <laughs> rob anybody and dawn the rob anybody and dawn show
New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. So it is February 23rd, and I was just uh, going through some things that happened in history on this date, and I thought it was, it was pretty interesting. So 97 years ago in 1927, President Calvin Coolidge signed a bill creating the Federal Radio Co- uh, Commission, now known as the Federal Communications Commission, <laughs> the FCC, the governing body that tells us what we can and cannot say on yeah. the radio uh, and the TV. Thanks for that. And everything changed <laughs> after the Super Bowl, that had the halftime show with uh, Janet Jackson, who's... Uh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake ripped uh-huh. off her top, and uh, I mean, uh, we didn't... Was that planned? I don't know. I mean, he just kind of ripped that thing off without any consent. I was 12 when that happened, so I was hell excited when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Either they, way. Yeah, they talk about everything. that now where it's like she got more of the backlash Which than is he did. Well, that's how it was. I know. It but... would not be that way now. Oh, no. Thank God. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was. It, 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 you always blamed the woman back mm-hmm. then for everything. And that oh. wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Time, times have changed so quickly. Yeah, thank God. For the better. Yeah. Uh, 84 years ago in 1940, Woody Guthrie wrote, This land is your land, this land is my land. You know that song. California to the New York Island. 79 years ago in 1945, uh, the Associated Press photographer Joe Rosenthal took an iconic photo in Japan, the raising of the U.S. flag in Iwo Jima. Oh, great picture. Yeah. Uh, some other interesting things that I thought uh, were here. Oh, 41 years ago in 1983, Men at Work won the Best New Artist Award. How long ago? 41 years ago. Jesus 1983. God. That's three years before I was born. I was 13. That's My goodness. Seven years and before high, me. High as a kite. <laughs> well, you were probably listening to Men at Work <laughs> no. because they won the Best New Art, <laughs> Best New Artist. I probably uh, should have been. And uh, Richard Pryor <laughs> won Best Comedy Recording at the 25th oh, Grammy yeah. Awards. Good. Let's see here. No, that's not interesting. Oh, Kyle, you love this. 25 oh. years ago. Now, now we're dating you. In, in 1999, <laughs> Eminem released the Slim Shady LP. Yeah. Holy crap, man. I remember listening to that album with my neighbor upstairs in his bedroom, and I wasn't even allowed to listen to the CD, so I'd have to sneak over to his house to go listen to it. Where were your neighbor's hands? And was he giving you free candy? Well, he had a hot sister. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. How old were you? Eight, nine, 1999. I was eight turning nine. Crazy. I I remember listening to the Slim Shady album. It was very vulgar at the time. Like It was was more vulgar than what we've ever heard before. But yeah, you'd sneak over to that friend's house who had that Mm -hmm. casual parent. Who'd let you listen to Slim Shady LP and also watch South Park? Oh, you had it. You had it made. Yes, oh, that's what did. all my nieces had to do. They had to find that household mm-hmm. because my sisters, hell to the no, they were screening everything. They never even cared if it said, you know, it's okay for kids. They're like, uh uh-uh. uh. We'll decide if it's okay for my kid. Yep. And they would, yeah, listen or watch and, first. And it's usually the parents that like drink during the day, you know, smoke cigarettes, let the kids have their own little parties Sounds at the house. Sounds like my friend's parents yeah. that I went to his house a lot. Yeah. She was a babysitter too. Yeah. Oh, Sounds oh. like my stepmom. We, we all had one. Is that the same person, Kyle? And I don't know if this is maybe sharing too much, but I, I think you've told me or you've said something on the air about a, a parent who was a stripper. And she was, is this the same person? Should no, I stop talking? No, this no, <laughs> different one. Okay. Like, cut it. Cut. Yeah, because I remember yeah. you told me about a friend who had a stripper who had very interesting habits. And uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, totally, different, totally different family. Different thing. 
Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, Jason wrote in and said, Today's show has been fun and silly in a non-forced way, and I've genuinely enjoyed it. It was like a much-needed shower and cup of coffee after a multi-day binge drinking session. Yeah, it felt good. Today was a good day. And you got to end it off, you know, in the toilet, doing the big one. (laughs) Breakfast, coffee, toilet. Oh, yeah, Yeah. it's because it's always shower, shave. Yeah. That one, shower and shave. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I like to shave on the toilet, you know, because uh, it's easy. Because then you just like let the droppings like fall yeah. between your legs. It's perfect. Flush it down the toilet. Oh, I no fuss, no up. muss. No, uh, no muss, no mess, no fuss. I That's swear sometimes my husband will forget to flush the mm. toilet with that. And I'll go in there and be like, what the hell happened? Get so, a hairy log. It's, all... <laughs> it's alive. It's like a caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, before we close out the show here today, we got this nice note from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. I absolutely love hearing and seeing Kyle rocking it out in the invisible captain's chair. Aww. Yay, Kyle. Yay. <laughs> oh, and you too, Brandon. Your bad radio is always awesome as well. And Don, you're awesome as well. Oh, that's sweet. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it has been a great bad radio day and CAD radio day. Uh, so I hope you have a great Friday and a great weekend. We'll see you all on Monday. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly I. So long. God bless you. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. <laughs> so long, stink town. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.